what is up welcome to the less than average podcast and i'm not trying to be cheesy like it's weird saying that like you know like welcome to the podcast everybody welcome (laughs) it's just so cheesy (laughs) whenever i start a youtube video i'm like welcome i can't do welcome i can't do welcome i gotta say something else i gotta do something like that's why like um one person I used to watch a bunch was uh, back in the day, like I used to play a lot of World of Warcraft, so I used to watch Asmongold. And so like, everybody was laughing their ass off because his intro is like, hey yo, it's your boy Asmongold here. Back with an, <laughs> I mean, every video for years, you'd always see yeah, that. So yeah. like every time me and my friends talk, I'm like, hey yo, it's your boy, level the up here. Like back with another <laughs> video. Every time, dude, it's every time. Oh man, oh, uh, well so welcome good. dude, uh, dude, obviously. As everybody can see in chat, uh, number one, Mr. Zion is not here right now. He's going to be joining us later. He has some family stuff he's got to handle. So we're hoping, crossing our fingers, he can make it back in time. But if not, number two, you guys notice that our host here has a moving, like, animation thing here. What's going on? Okay, so, so it's me. Yeah. <laughs> it's me. Okay, so what is going on? Like, let's just dive right in. Like, VTubing, I don't know anything about it. Like, give me all the information you got. Like, like download it from your brain to my brain. Uh, okay, VTubing. I mean, if you ever wanted to be an anime boy or girl, mm-hmm. that waifu, uh, mm-hmm. everyone's doing it right now. <laughs> yeah, kind of, kind of blew up a little while ago. Um, but yeah, I mean, basically, I just use motion capture through my very basic webcam mm-hmm. uh, i have a digital avatar that i made um a lot of people have them commissioned by other mm-hmm. people and then you just motion cap your actions onto this avatar okay and it turns out pretty well no it looks awesome dude and that's the cool part so you let's just start with you made it so like do you have a video editing background or did you just like jump in uh i actually went to school for 3d modeling for animation and games i worked well- in the games industry for couple years there uh-huh. and uh yeah so i can make digital characters you know right pretty easily well that helps yeah. you know if you know how to yeah. do that you know i thought you right? just like like yeah, i'm gonna google how to do this you know what i mean like and just because that's what <laughs> i try to do I, and it did not work because i one pot like um i was hoping one podcast uh i could be master chief and uh i downloaded this 3 3d model and everything and uh i don't know how to do anything i don't know <laughs> you just stared at it <laughs> and you're stare- like well, what, this is neat. What, this kind of, <laughs> what kind of file type is this? What am I doing here? Yeah, it was not good. It wasn't good. Um, so yeah. I dropped that pretty quick. So I'm fascinated. So um, one thing that got my attention for VTubing is because I've been following VR for a very long time. Like mm-hmm. I've been gaming for over 25 years and VR is like one of my, like I don't even own a VR set, but I still follow like the trend and where it's going. And one of the things I saw was, um, people making avatars in the vr live chat on steam i think that free yeah yeah um and it always fascinated me i actually had a buddy of mine um i don't know if he's here or not but he used to do stand-up comedy in a vr lounge and i was like that is the cool that's so cool that was like the start of it i was like what are you this is the craziest thing like ever he would show me videos he's on stage you know in first person looking at a crowd Like that's a full of avatars. Like there was one where Shrank was sitting in like a seat, like (laughs) laughing at him. And I'm like, this is so weird. I'll be like, but it's (laughs) It's so weird. (laughs) Can you imagine like you're telling jokes and then all of a sudden Shrek just like, like, (laughs) yeah, dude, it was, that's, that's what's neat about it though. Like, I, I mean, my initial introduction to like VTubing and stuff was through like 
VR chat. Uh, I picked up a VR headset and jumped into VR chat as some random avatar. And I saw all these like custom characters and avatars that I'd never seen before. And I thought VR chat was just like people taking models from other games and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Like the, the, you do you know the way like everybody, that was everywhere. Everybody knows the way. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, yeah, I, I, I just thought it was a bunch of game characters until I saw all these people with their own custom avatars and they are just it's cool because they're just these people like they're that's just another body for them it's neat right right um yeah and uh that was kind of how it kickstarted my my fascination with with vtubing and uh well having a background in animation helps too yeah 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 (laughs) Yeah. it it saved me a lot of money to say the least that's true that's uh, true I i think getting getting models commissioned is like pretty pricey like a couple hundred dollars at least yeah uh yeah my buddy yin was trying to do that and he was telling me it's like at least 200 bucks and that's just for the like the basic stuff and then he has to you know you have to do all the the motion capture and you got to do the actual face cam plug in and you have to get that to work correctly how you want it to and it's like you know it's a mess obviously you know that so yeah oh yeah (laughs) dealing with that's always a pain in the butt yeah Um, yeah so Let's start with VR chat then. Like, I'm kind of interested. I don't know much about VR chat. Like, explain a little bit about VR chat, like what it was and then how it kind of morphed. Because, it, like, when it started, it was kind of like you're in this building, you're talking to people. And then there was like, that's like the, I call that the you, Do You Know the Way era. And now I see videos <laughs> on TikTok where they're like in strip clubs and there's Mickey Mouse hitting on strippers. <laughs> like, I'm like, okay, where, where are we so, going yeah, here? Where are we going that's here? That's VR yeah. chat now. That's, that's just how that is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, VR chat is just like you you travel from world to world and you kind of just people call it world hopping or jumping and you just mm-hmm. kind of, you know, jump from place to place, meeting new people. And hopefully you line up with a good group in one of these worlds and, and you mm-hmm. hang out. I think they have some that are, are games and whatnot. I've only really ever been in chat ones. OK, um, but yeah, so it's kind of like Minecraft know, Minecraft server. Like you choose a server that you want to go to or is it just random? Yeah. I, I think you can choose randomly. I okay. mostly just choose random. You jump from world to world, but I think you can get like world codes and jump to specific worlds for people. I got you. Okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah. So you, we talked a little bit before the podcast. So, um, you're you've been a streamer. How long have you been a streamer for now? Uh, as a VTuber, I just started up uh like two months ago, three months no ago. No way. Almost. So as a VTuber, brand new, but I have been streaming uh for probably a total of like three years i'd okay. say cool 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 yeah so yeah uh, what I got you channel. into streaming like when did you when did you like jump in like when did you take the plunge because there's always it's, I, I love asking people this question because there's is always a there's always a different answer and it'll it'll yeah. open up some doors here for us it's it's funny the first time i actually streamed was probably actually like almost five years ago mm-hmm. um i I was playing on Xbox, playing Division 2 with a couple buddies. Ah, okay. And there was, just, you know, they just have like the go live button there. And I didn't know like I'd be streaming to Twitch or anything like that or that there'd be a chat or anything. I was just like, I'm just going to hit go live and see what happens. And we just right. played Division for probably six hours to the live stream without realizing there was a chat or anything. Oh, like we no. were just streaming live. Well, like it, I wasn't intending to be a streamer. I didn't even know that was a thing at the time. Right. Uh, and And I don't know. I think we had like 10 people that came by like i i had just a bunch of people hanging out in my chat because i don't think anybody was playing division at the time right uh and yeah and i didn't talk to anybody but (laughs) they were there and that was cool and then i didn't stream again for another two years (laughs) like i just didn't think about it first stream uh, you kick ass you don't even know chat exists 
You already have 10 viewer average. That's off the jump. Yeah. It was a weird one for sure. Um, yeah, funny. then some time passed and I think it was like the rise of Fortnite and, mm. and all that stuff and then how streamers really started to take on more uh, mainstream kind of appearance, you know, mm. like Ninja, those guys. Um, and that was really what pushed me into like, oh, I, I could do this. I started yeah. doing it once a week. It was like Saturday morning. So I was like, I'm going to do like a like a Saturday morning segment where I just play like a single player game. Right. And I started that and then, you know, it became a, a full time thing pretty quickly. Yeah, man. So you yeah. did you start doing are you doing this only like is this your main source of income? No, no, I, I work as well. Okay. Uh, I do commissions on the side for, you know, animation and, and drawing and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I also work at a restaurant here in town where I live. So cool, man. Well, that's good. I mean, yeah. it's good. I think it's good to have. I use streaming personally. I was actually talking to another friend about this um, the other day is like I use streaming as a great creative outlet for me because I um my background. I've been gaming forever. Right. But more. I never really wanted to pick up streaming. Um, but I really I started getting into music like I've been playing music also for about mm, 15 years now. Right. Older oh, than cool. half my chat count, you know, but <laughs> um. But I've always had this creative need, like that do something, create something, make something, and be entertaining. Like be, I used to play music yeah. on stage, so it was like really weird for me to like go, you know, stop doing stage stuff. And so Twitch yeah. is awesome, and streaming is awesome because I get to be that entertaining side of myself, that like fun loving. Like this, this is more natural me, like more fun loving and just kind of hanging out. Um, yeah. But you know, the downside is is like it's a lot of work. And that's the one thing I wasn't expecting. Like, I don't think anybody expects how much time and effort you have to actually put into it if you want to make it, yeah. like, to build that foundation. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me, let's expand on that a little bit. Because, like, there's, I, I think there's two types of streamers. And I think you can agree with this. And, and yeah. correct me if I'm wrong. Okay. okay. There's streamers who do this thinking they're going to get famous. And then there's mm -hmm. people who do it for hobby. And there's those yeah. are the two like there's really nothing else i mean i don't i don't it, they might there might be subcategories here and there right like yeah yeah but like like for let's take music for example because that's my background a lot of music artists on twitch are trying to either sell their material or trying to get more popularity right because they're making music and they want to share it so they're sharing it but with the and the end goal is if you're a musician, you got to pay the bills. You got to buy new stuff. Your equipment is not free, you know, and especially during a yeah. pandemic, like it is what it is. Mm -hmm. Like, but at the same time, there's people who just like want to make music and hang out, you know, like that, that's yeah. cool, too. Yeah. So they do it for hobby. They're like, hey, I'm making this cool thing. Like, come help me, you know, like so you've got money makers and hobbyists. And I think that's with every game genre or Twitch category out there. Um, yeah, everything when it comes to drawing or, or music or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. And here's my second part to this. I think everybody starts out streaming thinking they're going to get big and make money. And then they oh, yeah. have to make a switch or they have to readjust everybody because I went through it. I don't know if you've gone through it, but I think yep. every content creator kind of goes there. Um, where do you think like what side of the line do you draw on? What are you? Uh, oh. Yeah, I, d I definitely started in thinking, oh, like people are getting famous doing this. People are making tons of money playing video games on the Internet. So <sighs> everybody gets into it that way because you're already playing games and you're like, well, I could do that and make money. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah, everyone hits that point with their their streaming, whether it's like a, 
it's the word like, discouraging thing mm -hmm. that happens to you or whatever where they have to decide i'm going to continue pushing this forward or i'm just going to do this like once or twice a week maybe and just right. you know guerrilla streams no schedule stuff like that um and i mean for me i definitely fell in the line of like i want this to be my career one day you know right. i treat i treat my stream like a career i treat all of my content i try to push it to the highest quality possible i'm always trying to add stuff to my stream experiment with stuff and yeah. and just try to grow you know like yeah uh, yeah I, I, yeah I, I fell on that line of it for sure yeah and i i actually in a little backstory and i've, I've told this in the podcast before so i give it a bridged version um i was i think everybody starts out trying to again you, you see ninja or you know i saw asmin gold from i was like dude i could do that he's you know this guy he's got food all over his desk and he's still got you know at the time <laughs> three thousand people chatting and sending him money every day you know and yeah. he's just making funny faces i was like i can fucking do that you know no problem oh. um but then i learned like I really got into it you know i started i made you do everything you get your logos made you get your song you know you get your everything made and then you go live and you try and be entertaining but things just don't like click you know it's not it's like an uphill battle and so you yeah. find your groove a little bit um and then you know you everybody starts at the bottom on twitch you know for the most part which mm -hmm. makes it tough because if you've got I, I don't i'm not big on youtube i'm not big on twitter or instagram like i'm growing yeah. on twitch like that's the hard part it's like the hardest thing to do like every it is so tough every advice i've ever heard is say you know make content elsewhere get big there then go on twitch and i'm doing the yeah. exact opposite so it's <laughs> it's kind of not great but um yeah i had a point um i would say I say, I always say, I say like last June, last July, right? I had this point where I was like a real low point with my stream. I was like, what the fuck am I doing? I'm going live. Mm -hmm. I had a couple of people in chat and I'm like, that's, I'm, I'm happy about that. But like, yeah. I wasn't adding to my stream. I wasn't really creating fun content. I wasn't having fun with it. I was like dreading going live and that wasn't a good place to be. So I like yeah. took off a couple of weeks and I was like, all right, let me figure out what the hell I'm going to do. Um, and that's that was my switching moment where I kind of went away from trying to make money and trying to make this a career and now doing it as a hobby and having fun with the creative side of it. And then, yeah, counterintuitively, I'm having more fun, which makes my streams more entertaining. And now more people are staying. And then I started a podcast because I like podcasts. I was like, I'm going to do things I like to do. I'm going to start a podcast. I'm going to. I'm going to make gifts. I'm going to make weird sounds for my channel. I'm going to yeah. like, I made the borders on this podcast right here. Like, you know, I'm going to do weird shit. I'm just going to do weird shit, mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so I started doing that and then, you know, I stopped looking at numbers. I just stopped looking at my analytics. I stopped looking at my viewer count. I just do. I was like, it's, I uh, go. It's such a weight off. Oh, not, so nice. not having to pay attention to that stuff. Trust me. So nice, yeah. man. I had I had a similar scenario kind of come up with me. Uh, I talked a little bit earlier about how I was streaming on another channel before, and I've streamed on other platforms. We talked a little bit about that. I tried Mixer, Facebook Gaming, mm -hmm. uh, even YouTube for a little bit, and uh, finally settled in on Twitch. But um, yeah, I was on another channel before, and you know, same kind of thing. I was just streaming, and I, I had I had people come by my chat. Like I had a concurrent viewer, maybe at one point highs of like close to 20 and then on average around like 10 people in chat like almost yeah. every day and that's great like yeah that's thinking good. about it now thinking about it now like 10 people in chat watching you every day play video games i'm like that's like kind of a gift that's oh, yeah. a lot of people to sit and watch you play a game 
Uh, if you think about it like as if they were in front of you like sitting around you dude, that's it's, why i uh, always tell people when they come to chat like hey i'm only hosting as one person I'm like listen dude if 10 people just walk through my door and we we're on the couch having a party we'd be playing beer pong and chilling it'd be a fucking party it'd be a rager yeah you know so yeah. 10 people in chat is the same to me it's like there's 10 people yeah. kicking it like that's awesome you know that's awesome like no matter yeah. how you how you get but con continue man i agree with you but yeah my mindset at the time was not as optimistic or appreciative mm. i don't think i was just i was bogged down in the making this like a career and that was all i wanted to do that's what my entire idea as streaming started i, I was just doing that and uh and i took a step away i just like i, I shut down my channel for a little bit took a couple months and i was like I need to just figure out if if I even like streaming anymore. Yeah. And I mean, turns out I love streaming. I, I was like, the streaming is not the problem. It's my mindset. Um, so, yeah, I took a little time away and uh, decided to reapproach it with a different mindset, mm -hmm. uh, more creative mindset. That's why I went into VTubing. I can tell. I can, this yeah. is very creative. <laughs> this is very creative. Yeah. I mean, I can just do endless stuff with with vtubing and uh it's cool because creating my character just in and of itself was a really interesting experience i got to really dive into like what do i want this character to look like what do i want him to represent does he have a backstory is there lore there like hmm. how do i i i, I didn't even know there was that whole side of it like you're basically like making a DD &D character yeah you know, that, like and then you're playing like you're not playing that is your person it's a persona it is you exactly yeah oh see that's where i was making a distinction i was like because all right like when you're on stage um again i'm going to use music reference because it's easier for me like when you're on stage you have a stage persona right mm -hmm. like you, mm -hmm. it's different like my stage persona i called zach zach is my stage persona like when <laughs> yeah. i go because i play i play guitar bass vocals and drums i actually used to um uh run two schools of rock so i used to teach like kids and adults how to play music and how to be on stage so i had to have cool. like i couldn't be on stage like timid i had to like have a persona yeah um so my stage persona i called zach and zach didn't give a shit zach would go up there talk <laughs> to the crowd he'd jump off stage he'd you know do crazy stuff he'd, he'd bang his head he'd do everything you know yeah, and that yeah. was my 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 moment but then I realized that's just a part of my personality. It's not like it's, they're two different things. It was just my fun side that I'm just letting, I'm letting the walls down a little bit. And then yeah, exactly. once those two things came together, it made sense. So it seems to me those are similar with what's happening with VTubing. Like it's not like it's a, like this character is not just a character. It is you just in this. Absolutely. Like it's a side of you almost. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. Like, I don't know. Yeah, like I wouldn't say like alter ego, but just like a I don't know another part of me. Yeah, and uh, I was able to inject that into a character, and then my idea jumping into it was that I wanted to, you know, I wanted to build a world. I didn't want to build just a character. I wanted to build something around it that I could expand outward with. So mm -hmm. like one day, if I want to do like a, a YouTube series, like my own anime or or something or a manga or or whatever i can do that now because oh, i dude that'd be so cool right dude yeah. if you do your own anime with your own character <laughs> oh my god i will watch it all the time that would be so <laughs> cool dude <laughs> that'd be so sweet <laughs> oh my god i'm just thinking about well that's you're opening the, the my eyes to the possibilities because i always thought vtubing is like oh it's people who don't want to show their face or it's mm -hmm. you know i think it's what everybody thinks that's what i thought you know, I didn't really understand. Yeah. I'm not, I like anime. I'm just not really like a 
big anime watcher. I just watch like yeah, yeah. random stuff here. I actually have an anime channel in my Discord and people are like throwing stuff at me to watch so I can like learn anime basically because right. I'm not, <laughs> I am not the weeb in my group here. Yeah. Um, but you know, I try to just kind of figure it out and you know, the Japanese culture is different. So I always just said, okay, it's, you know, it's Japanese culture and now they're making these anime characters and they're either playing as an anime character or they are, you know, just, I don't know. They're just riding the trend or whatever. I didn't, I didn't like give yeah. it its due diligence. I think I judged it too harshly too early without knowing, you know what I mean? So it's interesting yeah, to hear no. that there's actual persona and thought and lore and, and craftsmanship and creativity that's being involved in this process. Not just, Oh, I think this will be cool. You know what I mean? Like, I think that's, mm -hmm. Yeah, Zion Yeet is in chat right now, and he, he's confirming I have only begun to dabble. I know I've, you know, I grew up on animes, <laughs> but I grew up on cartoons like, yeah, you know, like Toonami. You know, they had like Yu Yu Hakusho and uh, Dragon Ball Z, and yeah, okay, all you know, Roroni Kenshin, the old school anime stuff. But yeah, I didn't know. Um, I I just thought they were after you know like after school cartoons. I didn't know there was anime at all until I got older. Yeah. I was like, oh shit, it's anime. <laughs> yeah like it never really occurred to me growing up like anime has a lot of mature themes in it like yeah it does it's, just, it's made for adults like that's that's what it is yeah there's, there's some very good stuff out there oh yeah what do you watch oh too many things uh <laughs> <laughs> what do you not got a very you? long long <laughs> list um yeah right now though i'm watching i'm actually watching through one piece which is like the eternal mm. anime uh -huh. it's got like upwards of 1500 episodes it's like so long uh, but it's really good really good uh naruto demon slayer attack on titan mm -hmm. you know a lot of a lot of the the, the bigger names that yeah. a lot of people are watching yeah attack on titan's great i'm watching the second season trying to finish it up dude that's just a just a wild ass show that show's just wild yeah. through and that through show man. throws me for a loop all the time dude, so crazy oh and zion yeah. was saying in chat he's watching bleach have you watched bleach I actually haven't watched Bleach. That's that's on my next list of like classic anime to check out. Yeah. Like Inuyasha, Dragon Ball, One Piece, Naruto, and Bleach. I <laughs> like love Inuyasha, five. but Bleach to me, like I loved most of Bleach, but Bleach, like I don't know what season it is because again, it's like one of those animes that have like 900 episodes. Like it's so yeah. much anime. They always have these like off stories. And I can't, I just like, it got to a point where there were so many offshoots and branches of the story. I didn't know where the freaking main story was anymore. I was like, <laughs> we were here and now we're in here. Like, what is happening? Like, what is, yeah. where, what's going on here? Like, I just want to go to the main, to that main yeah. point. We figure out episodes later. Yeah. Like it would piss me off. Cause like you'll once, if you ever watch bleach, you'll know exactly this is going to ring in your head. Like they're fighting a main boss and there's a branch off for like five episodes. And then they come back to fighting the boss and there's another branch off for two more episodes. I'm like, <laughs> just finish the fight like <laughs> the filler the filler you know have you seen naruto no oh yeah yeah okay naruto is really bad for filler like they'll they'll have a fight going on and then it'll just they'll do a flashback for 25 episodes yep. to explain like some emotional impactful point about the villain they're fighting yep which is oh, it's so stupid because they do that and then it comes back and it's just one episode of naruto beating his ass and then it's over and you're like dude we didn't need 25 you could have just said he's a bad dude i would have believed you yeah. like you could have just said that that's how it goes oh, though yeah. they're i always think about it from a business standpoint they are making so much money like 
Oh, yeah. yeah. I was in Japan uh, when I was in the Marine Corps. I was in Okinawa, and I went to mainland mm. Japan. And when I was there, Naruto was huge. There's another one that was, I can't remember off the top of my head. But there was Naruto shit everywhere, like all over Japan. Yeah. Like signs, like everywhere. The movie just came. Oh, I know. It was when that live action play was coming out. They made a Naruto oh, okay. live action play. Anyways, cool. <laughs> so there's Naruto shit everywhere, all over signs, like like it just I'm talking everywhere, um, yeah. which is cool. But at the same time, like I was like, what the fuck is happening here? Like I didn't realize how ingrained anime is into Japan. Like it is, it's a part of their culture at this point. Like it's everywhere. Yeah, every, I mean every you can't put up a straw without there being a character on it. Like you can't. <laughs> I'm not even joking. Like there's just stuff printed everywhere. It's just on everything. It's crazy. Oh, that's pretty awesome. Yeah, man. yeah, I've been I've been planning to visit for a couple of years now. Some yeah. Spots I want to go to. Yeah, you should check it out, man. It's um, I would say definitely go to Shinjuku if you're ever in, if you're in Tokyo, um, Mount Fuji. That's a mm -hmm. there's I was there's a little base there called um, Camp Fuji, and it's a it's a Marine Corps base, but surrounded there's a little little town that surrounds it, and uh, but Mount Fuji is beautiful. I definitely yeah. I wish I could have I was actually shooting rounds at it so I wasn't really like doing anything I was actually like blowing it up but you know it's fun <laughs> it's, it's a good time sounds like a good time yeah. I was ruining the beauty of it by blowing this, up this the... gorgeous beautiful landscape yeah I was blowing it up yeah, yeah you know no worries Marine Corps what are you gonna do yeah. Japan let us I don't know why they let that happen oh, I don't know why they let great. that happen alright so all right, let's jump into a little bit of kind of your gaming background. Like, what are, what games did you play? What games have you been playing? Like, give us a little bit. Uh, I mean, I've played a lot of games in my history. Um, but currently, I'm playing a lot of Halo. Mm. And I play a lot of survival games. And that has kind of led to me playing Valheim recently. Yes. Uh, but yeah, survival, Halo. Survival is probably my main. I was a big Ark Survival Evolved player mm. for a long time. Probably put about... 5,000 hours into Holy that game. Holy shit. A stupid amount of hours. You are not kidding, dude. Good <laughs> no. lord. Yeah. 5,000? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've played that game a lot. A lot. Yeah. Wow. And the new, new DLC comes out in March, so I'll be uh, another six, back on that. Yeah, another another 1,000 hours. Here we go. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, So what was your first game? And I know, again... Uh, I have a guy in chat named Vaughn Champion. He's been on the podcast before, but you know, my interest is for the podcast is basically that there's all these regular Joe Schmoes all over the world that have one thing in common and it's gaming. So it's always interesting to me to figure out kind of like where you started and how it goes and then why, you know, where you're at now. Um, but before we move on, uh, VTubing in Halo, like there is a lot of VTubers that play Halo, and I have no idea what's happening. Like, what's going on? Yeah. Is, do you guys get together? I, is there like a is there like a Halo clan of VTubers or something? No, honestly, I didn't know any of them until recently. I've been just been kind of uh, trolling the the Twitch page, trying to see who's VTubing on it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, there's a lot of us. I didn't I, I didn't realize, but yeah, it just like happened over the past like I would say like three months maybe. I'll like I'll you scroll down because there's not a lot of viewers on on Halo. It's a very small yeah. niche market because you know while Halo is such a well known game, it's you know it's older now. Old, yeah. yeah. Reach yep. came out in I don't know 2011. It's been 10 years or something yeah. like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it's a long time. Um, mm -hmm. so 
you know, but when I started scrolling down, I don't know, it was like a couple of weeks ago. I was like, VTuber, 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 VTube <laughs> duo, VTube. I was like, what is happening? Like, it's being taken over. And it, it's awesome yeah. to see. It's just like, what is I going on? I wonder if it's because I've been posting about Halo nonstop on VTuber Twitter and they have to see it all the time. So they're like, oh, maybe we'll <laughs> pop over. Yeah. <laughs> well, what did, did you play Halo back when it released? Is that why you're playing Halo now? Or just decide yeah. just to jump uh, in? I've been playing Halo since it launched. I think the first time I played Halo was probably a month after Halo 1 came out on the original Xbox. Mm. Um, I had a buddy. He brought his Xbox to my place and uh, and he started up Halo and we just jumped right into the campaign. And, you know, I was hooked. I, I was absolutely addicted to it. Oh, yeah. It's uh, I don't know. I, I always attribute uh, or, or compare the starting of Halo to like when I played Ocarina of Time, because mm. I think when you play that game for the first time, like it's like it's pretty revolutionary at the time for an open world game. Oh, yeah. And I felt the same way playing Halo. Like you start off that game in the Pillar of Autumn. It's like these closed corridors and you're like, OK, this is a shooter. I, I'm familiar with these, you know, closed environments and stuff. And then the pillar crashes, you come down on your, your dropship and then you step out of your dropship and it's like this huge open world. And and at the time, that was kind of a huge thing. So, oh, yeah, uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, pretty it was amazing. Crazy. I remember I went over to a New Year's party when I was a kid. I think I was, I don't know, teenager, like a young teenager. I went over there and uh, my buddy at the time, he had Halo and literally the whole party. We just played Halo. Like the same thing. I was like, what is this game? And I start. I didn't start from the beginning. They were already at the uh, the flood part. So I got hooked because oh I was okay. like, what is happening right now? Like, yeah. I was like, this is a game. This is real. Like, what am I playing right now? That's so and crazy. And we just kept dying. And then we finally beat it. I was like, oh, I got to get this. Like, it was instantaneous. I was like, I, yeah. this is it. I got to get this. And then um, and then Halo, I kind of dropped Halo for a bit after that. And then I jumped in again when my buddy was playing World of Warcraft Classic. I went over. I brought my computer. We were playing World of Warcraft Classic. My computer ended up dying, like, literally while oh. I was there. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to play for a bit, you know, because I was hanging out. So I was like, I'm going to yeah. play for a bit. And, you know, I got I, yeah, Halo 2 over here. You should check this out. And I get on multiplayer and I started playing. I was like, okay, I'm not bad. Well, five hours go later. And I've ranked this yeah. guy up from level one to level 35 in Team Slayer. I'm like, I love this. <laughs> I was like shitting on people. I was like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, after that, I was like, he's like, I stopped playing World of Warcraft. I was like, I'm playing Halo. Like, yeah i don't know there's something special about halo multiplayer it's yeah. so addicting oh my god uh, yeah I, I definitely dropped it for a while there i played i played probably probably all the way up until halo 4 came out mm. when they switched over from uh from bungie to 343 three, yeah 343 tried out some new stuff modernized it a bit and i just like fell off i was like sprinting loadouts no i'm not i don't want to play this this isn't my halo yeah and i'm sure you're familiar with that, that oh, yeah. tone from Twitter. Uh, uh -huh. Dude, I felt that way too, though, because, you know, I was like, what is this, Call of Duty? Like, we're supposed to be playing Halo. Like, we're, it was, it was, yeah. I remember when Reach came out, it was bad enough that you had the sprint ability. People were like, yeah. you can't jetpack. What is this shit? Like, you know, like, <laughs> you're not supposed to be able to sprint this Halo. Um, Master yep. Chief moves at one speed, you know, that kind of shit. Um, <laughs> But obviously, Reach is a great game, and Halo 4 has got its yeah. place, and I, I see what they're kind of doing with it. I know Halo 5, they kind of do the same kind of thing with the boost yeah. and all that kind of stuff. It makes for fun gameplay, but it's, you know, it's missing that thing 
that bungee mm. touch i call it mm -hmm. you know what i mean um yeah it's i mean I, I picked up halo 5 when it came out like I, I basically just skipped halo 4 altogether i maybe played like five multiplayer matches and i was like this isn't for me picked right. up halo 5 when that came out and i had a surprisingly good time with it and i think it's because i took so much time away from halo as a whole after that mm. and like played other modern games and i was like this is a good modern shooter like coming from call of duty and stuff like that halo 5 is really fun yeah. um i can see going from like halo 3 to halo 5 the comparison between the two it's not as good no in my opinion um but yeah, I, I think I'm, halo 3 has got its place too man i just think personally i think that honestly i think the the pinnacle is halo reach I, and this is somebody who played i've played probably easily over five thousand hours of halo 3 like i was addicted to halo 3 but mm -hmm. after taking time away from halo and then coming back to master chief edition and playing the differences like when you see them side by side halo reaches like better maps better movement better gunplay more counterplay more strategy it's like mm. you know what i mean like i don't know if you feel yeah. that way but what's your favorite halo game uh i have a lot of nostalgia for three um just because like i really got into the multiplayer towards the end of two and then as they were announcing three like the hype for all of that really built me up and then i played the beta and it was it was just really fun at the time yeah I love Reach for its campaign and and the way it looks and feels. The maps, you were talking about that. The maps mm -hmm. are probably some of my favorite in the whole series. Um, I don't like the abilities in it. Like mm -hmm. I don't I don't like that sprint isn't like a default motion. I, I don't like that jetpack and all that stuff is like something you have to select. Um right. but uh but yeah, I'd probably say three is probably my most played and probably still favorite. I still think it is the most played right now. I mean, 100%. If you go into any big team battle match, if you queue up Reach 3 and 4, you're going to pretty much just play Reach 3. Yeah, or you're, 3. You're just... You're getting in 3, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it just is what it is. <laughs> yeah. Like, Halo 3 is definitely the OG. I think it's definitely the game. It's the game that sold the most. It's the game that was played the most. It's the game that, that caused a lot of esports to start. Like, it's just... It is a good game. Like I'm definitely not hating on it. Yeah. I just oh, think yeah. as like compared to modern shooters, Reach is the, the bridge. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the yeah. perfect balance of like not being too OP on your abilities, not being too twitchy, like too fast. You yeah. still had to like move, you know, there still had the Halo. I call it the Halo chess match. Like you're playing 4D chess a little bit when you play Halo. Yeah. You're yeah. not really it's not a running gun. Like you kinda pick your corners and then if you start getting shot first you gotta back out so you don't get you know one shot if your shields go down like you gotta like yeah. play it you gotta play strategically yeah. what, you can't what, just run and go. What, what do they call it uh, a lot of players call it the dance like the, dan the oh, dance the gandhi of halo hop. Mm, yeah that's <laughs> called the gandhi hop and so there's, yeah. a, there's a it's a the sway you sway you can do right right left right or left left right <laughs> left jump you know, like you can do, yeah. all, you know, it's called the Gandhi hot. It's like you do the, the shit, the shit jive, the jive, baby. I haven't heard that before. That's so yeah. funny. Uh, so it, there's a there's a strategy you could do where you you sway, 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 jump. And that usually throws person's last shot off. And so you can get the headshot if they miss. So if you're like, in a, let's say we start shooting bullets at the exact same time, right? Me and you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We sway. We're hitting all three bullets. And that fourth one, you want that fourth to hit. You hop. You hit that jump. I can't yeah. hit uh, my my one second millisecond miss 
is gonna make yeah. me miss what you hit. So it's called the Gandhi Hop, and I don't know why. It's I gotta, I gotta that. watch a clip of my gameplay now, and because I probably do that subconsciously all the time. Because you saying it just now, I'm like, yeah, that's what I do every time. Yeah, but, it's just uh, something that Halo yeah. players do because it's natural. Like it's weird how you learn stuff in a video game just by playing it, and you don't yeah. like. It's not like nobody told you, like, especially back no in the day. You, yeah. yeah, there was no YouTube back in the day. You just kind of like everybody just did it like a collective. We just figured it out. We're like, OK, I guess we're going to sway and hop, you know, whatever. Yep. And then we're all going to teabag because that's the fun thing to do. Like nobody. That's what you didn't. I didn't see a YouTube video like, hey, after you kill somebody, go do this. Like, it's funny. He he It's just yeah. like somebody teabagged me. It's like that. Ah, Fuck you, I'm teabagging you. Like <laughs> doing it back. Yeah. I'm just like, fuck you. Uh, yeah. I still love that teabagging is so prevalent in Master Chief Collection. <laughs> like, I, I honestly I came back to it so many years later and I was like, yeah, it's it's 2020. No one's gonna teabag me, right? I got one game into Halo and I'm getting teabagged by the team left and right. Like <laughs> it's so good. It's so true. Mm-hmm. I'm clipping that. Oh my god, that's so true, dude. That's the worst. I mean, the worst, the worst tea bag. There's, there's good tea bags and bad tea bags, and, yeah. and you can tell which ones are good because there's toxic tea bagging. And my, <laughs> I call it toxic tea bag. It's like when, like for example, I've played games where I'm like, I'm the only person like getting kills. The other team is just trashing our team. And I'm like, cool, this is gonna be a loss, no big deal. You lose in Halo, but yeah, every time they kill me. Like they all just roll over and start teabagging me. I'm like, I'm getting, I'm murdering you guys, but it's three on one. Like, what do you want me yeah, to do here? Yeah. It's just that toxic teabagging. And there's yep. the fun teabagging where it's like you throw a perfect grenade and you get that lineup where it's in Halo 3, you just get the insta kill. You just go over yeah. like one tap, like wrecked. Just you know? the one tap, <laughs> the yes. One, one tap wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it's like the GG bitch. <laughs> yeah, the, the, so border, the borderline for toxicity when it comes to teabagging for me is always when they teabag you and then they throw in the melee. They oh. throw a melee on your dead body and I'm like, oh, okay, I see how it is now. I, I oh, get they, it. Or the worst is when they, they change to assault rifle and shoot you a bit and then you run yeah. off. I'm like, you bastard. You had to change <laughs> weapons for that. You couldn't just shoot me again with the BR. You didn't want to waste your bullets. Okay, that's uh, fine. So good. Yeah, it's fun. I actually had um Strider Native who comes from like he's got a Call of Duty um competitive background. Uh, or excuse me, PUBG competitive, but also plays Call of Duty like a, he's fantastic he's the best shooter i've seen next to my buddy yin who plays halo and he um he basically said like you know he comes from both he used to play halo 3 he's like you know the toxicity of the halo community has been around for so long but people they will they will leave it in game people in cod will freak out so much they'll try and like dox you like they'll come after you your kids your family so there's like a there is a fine line it's mostly fun and play in halo for the most part but the toxicity has been there forever since the start yeah literally forever like i don't know who the first person was to teabag but it's been ingrained it's it's like leroy jenkins like you can't get rid of it it's not going anywhere yeah it's (laughs) it's cats out of the bag (laughs) Oh, it's so good. Uh, Demonic in chat, so especially when they camp and then they bag. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, if you kill a ca- okay, my favorite tea bag though is when you snipe somebody and they can see you, and then you just like bloop, bloop, from a distance. Yeah. <laughs> from a distance, the best. That's the best. Yeah, it's just like yeah, you suck. Yeah, love you, but you suck. <laughs> it's all. I think one thing though, I've definitely. I used to be way more toxic back in the day when I was playing. I think because I was younger. And, uh, but not like yelling obscenities or anything like that. I just used to get very mad. Like I used to be really into like 
before it was streaming, before it was content creation or anything, I wanted to play video games for a living, right? And I was like, I gotta be yeah. a pro player. I gotta be a pro player. Like, I gotta mm -hmm. do this. And I thought Halo 3 specifically was gonna be my ticket. Cause I was, I was good. Like I played literally, I've, if you look at my old stats, rip, they're gone now, but um, yeah, I know we'll talk about that in a second. Um, but they, um, you know, I had a lot of games, a lot of games. And I was like, I'm gonna, this is it. I'm gonna be a pro player. Halo, this is what I wanna do. Um, Cause back, back when that was around, I mean, literally esports tournaments were the only thing that like, there wasn't streaming. YouTube was like yeah. just starting, you know, it was kind of this weird thing at the time. Yeah. Nobody knew mm -hmm. it was coming out. Um, did you ever try and do that? Did you ever try and go pro in any game or anything like that? I definitely had the idea in my head and then I, I never really followed up on it. I mean, I was pretty good at Halo 3 when it came out. Like, I played a lot of ranked, mm -hmm. but I never really followed up on trying to get into tournaments or anything. Mm -hmm. It was always kind of in the back of my mind. Like, who wouldn't want to make money playing games, right? Right. Um, so, yeah. But, yeah, I never really followed up. I didn't really uh, stick to it. Right. Did you What uh, matches did you play mostly in Halo 3 ranked? I did a lot of duos. Duos, duos okay. was, yeah, my jam. Because, like, I was like, I don't have to carry as many people if my teammates back. Yes. <laughs> yes yeah i was like i can handle a two-on-one if i'm like really on a four-on-one is not as easy right so yeah i played um i was team slayer snipers um i love snipers yeah i got like i got 48 i got the the brigadier general and a bunch of stuff because the mm -hmm. downside at the time is that on my my xbox that i played on it was in a common area so and i had a lot of friends over all the time so a lot of people were playing on my xbox even when i wasn't there like you motherfucker. Oh, okay. they were ruining my shit like <laughs> they go into ranked i'd leave ranked i'd be like 49 i come back and be 43 i'm like oh oh my god mm, okay yeah, i couldn't handle that <laughs> i was freaking out that's why i played so many games i mean i had on my other account i had something like fifteen thousand. no no, no that's that's wrong i had fifteen thousand total games and then i had mm. like eight thousand social games and something like Seven thousand, six thousand, whatever it was, and yeah. and ranked in between custom and ranked. Um, but most of those games, most of the custom ranks, my custom games were basically people who wanted to one v one me. That was my crown really? jewel. <laughs> All the custom games, I think it was only like five hundred of them. I didn't do a lot of custom games, but every single one was people who wanted to one v one me every time, and they got shit That's on. That's amazing. Every time, I love it. That's great. <laughs> That's the toxicity in Halo, though, is when they got so mad. They're like, what have you won me, bro? And then they, yeah, come, they call you out. They call you out. <laughs> yeah. And Trevada was asking, too. She's like, do you guys think toxicity is more prevalent now or, or, or calmer than it used to be? I'm going with calmer because back then there was millions was of people. Yeah. Back then there was millions of people and it was like a competitive shooter game. Like at, at for the sports time, it was a competitive shooter. Um. You know, so people got really into it, which means yeah. tensions were higher. Now it's more like relaxed. People kind of just hang out, you know. I also, I also feel like back then, like Xbox Live chat, like chatting voice comms was mm -hmm. way more prevalent. Yeah. Like I feel like I get like maybe one or two people every couple games that are on voice comms now. Yeah. And but yeah, before like the entire lobby would be chatting and screaming at each other. <laughs> Literally screaming. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so true, dude. That's what happened. I mean, every single time. I remember that too. Like, you get into a lobby and it's just yelling and like, hey, you, hey, you, I'm gonna come for your mom. I'm coming for you, your cat, and your mom. <laughs> like, it's so burst, dude. All right. I definitely, now that you said survival games, and we, we kind of touched on this a little bit, 
but Valheim. Okay. Let's okay. Let's open this bag because, dude, I am an addict. I'm an addict. I am. I can't stop playing. Okay. Man. Like I'm thinking. I was thinking about it like as we started the podcast. I was like, well, after I'm gonna play some Valheim. <laughs> dude, same here. Like. Yeah. Okay. What is it that's drawing you in? Like, give me some of your like, what's going on? Because maybe oh. we share the same thing. It's 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 a whole bunch of things. Like, I, I thought it was just like one specific thing when I started. Um, the main thing for me is that the early game, like after playing Ark and Rust and a lot of other survival games, those games have a way of making early game super punishing. Especially mm. if you're playing on like a PvP server or something. Right. Like it's really hard to get off the ground and get to like the fun part where you're taming dinos and doing all the cool stuff. Right. Um, Valheim doesn't have that. Like I've, I've probably started on four different servers with the uh, various groups of friends at this point on Valheim. Mm -hmm. And every time I've started, it's been fun. Like it just uh, the, the, the harvesting of materials and hunting boar and deer, like you're hardly even hunting monsters right. early game. And it's still really fun. Like the occasional yes. grayling comes up and you, you slap them around and it's just, ah, uh, it, yeah. it's so much fun. I remember making um, my first bow and finally be able to shoot deer. I was like, yeah. yeah. So I was like, yes, no more boars. I can how, how long did you, how long did you chase deer around though with a <sighs> stick? So much, dude. <laughs> In the beginning so uh, much yeah dude i'm the same way so i don't have a background in survival games i have not played any survival games but i like building games i actually played a mm. game it wasn't survival it was just a big it was like a builder it was kind of like a survival but it really wasn't it was this small game um i have to it's, it's like a magic game like you literally play as a wizard almost okay. so you have to do the same thing you pick up sticks to get a get a stone axe and then you make a stone axe into a building and i loved that i made like I literally made like that's all I did. I did the crafting in that game. I was like, yeah. this is fun. Um, and then I didn't play anything for years. And then um, I was telling you before the podcast, a buddy of mine was like, he's like in between games. He doesn't want to play World of Warcraft because it's like too time sinking for him. And he doesn't mm -hmm. want to play just a first person shooter or anything like that. He wants to like do something different. And he yeah. loved Minecraft. He's like, dude, we need to find a game where it's like feels like vanilla WoW. But it's a survive, like it's a builder, like Minecraft, but it's got like a story kind of thing that you got to do. And I was like, yeah, I'll look around. Like, and it took me like three weeks. I was just kind of like looking, reading reviews. We kind of thought about Rust a little bit. I'm like, maybe the yeah. Rust has yeah. guns. And he's like, I don't want to deal with that. I'm yeah. like, all right, all right, cool. Um, so then I randomly came, I was like looking through Steam. And again, I saw this game was really highly rated, you know, like a week and a half or two weeks ago. And I was like, no, see what this is. I was like, it's 20 bucks. Yeah. Like, I don't like it. I'll, I'll get a refund. No big deal. Right? Yeah. No good. Turn it on. I'm fucking turned it off since. <laughs> <laughs> Turn it off. It has a way of doing that. Dude, I just, I get sink into it, you know? Oh, I got so stuck. I've now have a private server with my uh, gaming organization. I'm part of Osiris Gaming and we have a, our own private server now because I just, I was like, I started, I introduced. The guy last week who was on um, just started last week um, with me. Like I started like two days before him, and he I've put I've put in probably seventy hours already, and he's put in like more. Like, he's done like fourteen hour days in that game. I'm like, good lord! I was like, we oh just need to, we need to make a, a server so we can all just share resources. Yeah, and it's man, like that thing has grown <laughs> so much. There the is something about playing with other people in that game that is just 
so satisfying. It's so good. It's so counterintuitive too, because you wouldn't think it would be. That's the weird yeah. part. It's like, it's like the mixture. It's the perfect mixture of like an old game, like how games used to be, but in yeah. a shared environment with with old school graphics, but also new same time somehow yeah, like, like the, the aesthetic of like the the old pixelated like almost like runescape and and those old games with yeah. that, that 3d like beautiful beautiful lighting that they have yeah. in that game oh my god like the forest feel like forest i was like yeah how is this so low poly but like feels like a forest like uh battle battlefront games like when they their new engine the new battlefront games mm -hmm. Those forests yeah. are beautiful. Like that's a right. that's a forest. But when you're in this game, it's like it's procedurally generated and still a forest every time, yeah. every yeah. single time. I'm like what is ha like? How did they do this magic, dude? And Zion and chat just said, you know, Valheim is the flip end of that. End game is punishing. Going to the plains or mountains before you're ready, really equipped. Um, you know, you're signing your own death warrant, and that's true. So, have you gotten what? How far are you in, in the game? I. I don't think I've made it to the plains, I don't think. Uh, you... But I've definitely been on the mountain. Um, oh. And that was an adventure in and of itself. Definitely mm. punishing. Uh, I went up there, got a little cold, decided I was going to try to venture in deeper. Mm -hmm. And came upon a pack of wolves, which then chased me across the mountain. Uh, <laughs> I just ran because I don't know how strong they were. Sometimes I die because a boar hits me weird. Uh, <laughs> so, so I ran. <laughs> And they chased me into a much bigger, scarier threat. Um, there are these things called, I think they're Fenrigs or Fenrirs. Oh, the Werbins or, or whatever? Yeah, like the werewolf looking dudes. The what? You haven't seen those? The, the, the excuse me? The, the enormous werewolf dudes that howl at the moon and then pounce at you. Yeah, they're huge <laughs> and, and terrifying. Oh, okay. no. Oh, no. <laughs> Yeah, so that's that's what they chased me into, and he he promptly tore me a new one, and, uh, <laughs> and I did not go back for my stuff. Oh my <laughs> so, god! Oh yeah. my god, dude! I didn't even know. This. So I haven't I haven't ventured a lot in a for a mountain. Um, so our a little merry band of people, we've uh, we've moved from obviously meadows into forest or black forest, and from black forest now we're we're pushing swamp to get iron. Um, have you been in the swamp yet? No, we actually still haven't done the Elder Boss, the second one. Okay. I assume that's the second one. Um, uh, no, the second one's Black Force guy. Yeah, the Elder. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you'll get him. So, um, he's a fun fight. Good luck. Enjoy yeah? that. Yeah. Okay. okay. Enjoy okay. that. I'm not gonna spoil that for you. <laughs> okay, but in Forest, so here's the thing: in Forest, like when you're playing through Meadows, it's kind of like la da 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 da. Everything's cool. Oh, it gets a little dark. There's some dwarves here and there. No big deal, yeah, right? Yeah. You get to Black Forest, they kind of kick it up. There's like trolls and there's brutes yeah, and there's yeah. shamans and like these glowing eyes in the middle of the night when you have a bunch of iron and you run slow as shit and they're just chasing you. Like <laughs> it starts getting a little more dangerous, right? Mm -hmm. You know, when you get to the swamp, the game's like, hey, listen up, fucker. This game is tough. <laughs> enjoy there are <laughs> there's now poison damage there are these blobs that will blow up and kill you there are armies of of skeletons or there's leeches in the water so you can't even get in the water even though most of the ground is water oh it gets so God. dark you can't see anything without like actually Ooh. having a torch like the crypts you have to like go through these crypts that are crazy so it's like 
it's so weird going from Black Forest. We were like, ooh, that was a little challenging, but we made it. We got some copper. Yeah. We, we made some bronze. It's good to all of a sudden, yeah. like, welcome to hell, bitch. Like, it's just like, where <laughs> was you in there? Like, yeah, the moment they give you that sword, I guess, it really ramps up. Man, that's so awesome. It's, that's the cool part of the game is like, you don't know until you just, like, this game, I explained to my sister yesterday because I was trying to, like, get her to play. And I was like, this game feels like World of Warcraft Classic, but without quest givers. You just go on adventures because you, it, the game, just you just have to. Like, if you need yeah. to get copper, you have to go find copper. It's not going to tell yeah. you where. It's gonna not gonna. It doesn't even tell you where it might be. It just says go find copper, bitch. You need you yeah. need bronze and go find tin. <laughs> you need it. Yeah, you need it. Good <laughs> luck. You know you're not. You, if you want that bronze sword, you better go get copper. And copper is yeah. obviously you figure out it's in one spot, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. And Zion's saying parry is survival. It doesn't even teach you how to do combat. It just says figure out what you like oh, to use. Yeah. Just build they don't it. Say anything about a parry or anything. I love it. They tell you nothing. That's the cool part. They kind of give you some basics with the crow. Like, hey, pick up some sticks to find recipes. You know, so cool. Yeah. Thanks, crow. And hey, you, you probably need shelter. Okay, thanks, crow. You know, but after that, the crow's yeah. like, see ya, Mount. Yeah, yep. I, was, I haven't seen him in like eight days. I have no idea what he's doing. <laughs> crow's gone. What One of the coolest things about the progression for me is that like in games like Ark, your your crafting recipes and stuff are based off your level. Like you mm. gain experience, you level up, and then you put a point into like things that you want to learn. Mm. As where this game, it's like you get the crafting recipes based off the materials you find. Mm. So like you pick up a a copper ore or whatever, and then it's like, oh, now you can build this, 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 and right. this because you've seen this thing. Right. And that's really exciting because every time you find like it's like oh, that's a new thing I haven't seen before. I'm going to go pick it up. And you yeah. pick it up and there's like all these new things come in your inventory. Yeah. yeah it's a, One it's thing a that's, neat way. that's interesting too is the maps are, are they're procedurally generated. So you don't know, like you can't like, hey, go here on this map. You know what I'm saying? Like there's no guides online. They can't tell you yeah. where you can go because every map is different. So you, you have yep. to, and, and the game doesn't tell you where you should go. It gives you only one marker and that is the first boss. After that, you are on your own. You got to figure out the next boss. You got to find the next boss. And then you just, it's all through exploration. Um, and then you have to figure out stuff that works for you just through trial and error. And a lot of, usually most of the time it's error. You know, it's a lot of death. Yeah. It's a lot of death. Mm -hmm. And then there's that added element of like, oh shit, I might lose all my stuff. I just took two days to build. I got to go do yeah. something. Like I got to get yeah. this stuff back somehow. Um, so you have to prepare. So it makes you... The game does a great job at like presenting new dangers and then to rise to the challenge you have to be prepared if you're not prepared you will fail but if yeah. you are prepared you got that chance if you got some skill and you got some if you did the preparing you made the food if you got like the comfort level you know yeah. you made a house you made a shelter you got out of the rain you know what i'm saying like if you do those mm -hmm. things you have a better chance um yeah, so, it's it's really interesting, like preparing for like we, we have a group of maybe four of us mm -hmm. and we're like, OK, we're going to go north. Like we're just going to head in a random direction, try and find something new we haven't seen before. But we have no idea what's up there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, you spend, you know, a half hour or whatever gearing up. You get all your gear. You make sure you have no encumbrance room for stuff you're going to pick up and you just head out and you're gone for like 40 minutes sometimes just out there especially if you die because then it's a whole thing oh yeah uh, 
Dude, yeah, I have I, a funny story, so continue though. I'm gonna, I got a story after this. I know you probably do yeah. too. I want to, I want to hear your, your craziness. I have, I have quite a few stories about this game already. I didn't know there was werewolves, amazing. and now I do. So thank you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I, I just, I just love the, the exploration in this game and how massive the map was. When I first looked at the map and I was like exploring around meadows or whatever, and I was like, wow, I've gone pretty far. And then my girlfriend, I was playing with her, and she's like. You know you can zoom the map out and i was like excuse me what do you what do you mean i can zoom out and i scroll it out and it just keeps going and it's this huge huge world and i was like oh my god yeah and like every time you start a new world it's just as large and it's all new yeah it's crazy dude. it's insane and for early access which is just so crazy that it's as vast as it is like they're just going to pump more assets into that I procedural know. engine and, you know, in a year, two years or whatever, you could end up with entirely different looking worlds. You'll start off somewhere different with just, oh, I'm dude, can't I can't wait. Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm literally thinking this is I'm not still probably my main game starting soon. Like, that's how much I'm really enjoying it because I haven't felt yeah. there's this feeling I get when there's like real like, for example, um, I love starting MMOs that are brand new. It's my favorite. Yeah. It's that it's that rush of everybody's at the same level everybody's just starting everybody's just figuring it out right and nobody knows you gotta work together this is camaraderie well this mm -hmm. game does that every time every new server yep. there's that you, everybody's in that same boat every single yeah. person which is crazy because you start and you're like all right we gotta go we gotta get, we, we got it's fucking raining let's make a shelter you know and you start yeah. with like this little hut and then all of a sudden you make this giant home you're like ah, made this you know i i got all the wood yeah. i killed all the boars to make some food for myself i made the fire pace you know all good and then you look back you know you're three towns later and all of a sudden that first house you put you're like oh god what was i thinking you know what i mean <laughs> like <laughs> and i'm like what was i doing yeah um yeah like our our most recent house or, or i wouldn't even call it a house it's a fortress at this point mm -hmm. um we, we've gone yeah about three towns or houses or whatever now and and this new one has just got spiked walls all around the edge oh, we've we've sweet. used the pick to dig a moat all the way around the perimeter that was my like, idea i wanted to make a yeah moat. yeah <laughs> it's so good and, and it just looks like when you come up out of the forest and see it in the clearing it just looks just intimidating and badass it sounds and, like a uh, boshi's iron town from so cool from um uh princess Mononoke. oh yeah yep it's basically what it is like with the spikes yep. and everything you know exactly it's awesome um yeah so we made this uh we kind of similar we have our third town we call it new vegas and our third <laughs> town is um is like centrally located in between like marshlands right next to the water so we can have our boats um and it's funny because even that was an adventure we were at this other place called mining town that's near merchant in black forest um i actually turned mining town into an island like i mined all of the stuff around and made bridges like i literally turned awesome. like where else can you do that you made i made a freaking island like myself yeah. like by myself yeah. made a well not by myself it had some stuff regardless I made a fucking island yeah, yeah. which is cool <laughs> um and then what we did is we made pass so we learned we like okay we need a lot of copper and a lot of we need to make bronze right so i was like we got to bring these carts through black forest well you know black forest is like there's rocks everywhere and shrubs and like tons of monsters that chase you so we ended up making roads 
So we made roads to the copper deposits. And we're like, oh, this works oh, really so good. We, I was like, this works really well. This is, this is good. Okay. <laughs> so then we found this new place and we got together and we're like, okay, there's a bunch of enemies in there. Like you're literally, it was an old town, like an old mining town, like in the, in the middle of this meadows. And, cool. and we're like, okay, but there's, there was like skeletons everywhere. So our, my homie comes back. He's like, dude, there's skeletons, but this town's going to be perfect. It's centrally located. It's near water. It's going to be great. I was like, okay, we gear up. We like go for war. Like we're like four of us are going <laughs> over there ready to just take shit down. We go yeah. up there. We clear out, you know, we clear out the area. And the coolest part is too, the progression. Again, the progression from this abandoned town full of monsters to clearing out the monsters to fixing small buildings, right? Making these buildings yeah. rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And then from there, like finally, 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 you know, building it up. We made this like great hall, you know, with like full of all the crafting materials and stuff. Like we just like went ham. We put this spiked wall around. We, <laughs> we add all of our portals there. So now all the portals are interconnected. We made a road from mining town all the way up through this forest. And now we call it the copper road. Cause it connects all the way through. That's great. So like it's just name. like, <laughs> yeah. So we just make copper road, which is just a, it connects all the copper deposits that we had on the map and then just goes straight back to the town. And then from there, then shit went downhill. Okay. Let me <laughs> tell you. Okay. 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 This, is, this is a, this is more of a word to the wise than anything. Okay. So mm -hmm. we ended up getting some we found some iron so we have um everybody in the group has like different natural roles we all do a little bit of everything we have natural yeah. roles and that's usually how it goes like i'm mostly a builder um same my buddy same. strider is more of the explorer right he's a grinder yeah. like he'll explore and then grind iron whatever uh, my buddy zion we call him he's my co-host for the stream um my podcast he is a uh we call him lumberjack andy he like loves getting wood like he just <laughs> He's got like a skill of like 65 or something like that in lumberjack. Oh, that's like awesome. it's he just he likes to yeah. cut wood. Like his whole house yeah. in the town is like where wood is stored. Like he loves it. I don't know why, but that's amazing. That's his it's thing. It's fun cutting yeah. wood in that game. I don't blame him. Yeah. <laughs> and we have a friend of ours who's like the hunter. She likes to like go hunt stuff. You know what I mean? Oh, he calls cool. it Zion's Lumbershack. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's true. So Strider comes back from he's like, hey, I found the swamp. It's pretty crazy. He didn't go in. He's like, I found the swamp. Like, okay, cool, man. It's like, we should go up there and check it out. So we go up there and check it out. We're fighting on this thing. There's blobs. We're taking poison damage. Everybody's dying. We make a small little base. We fix our gear. It's like our, our home base in the beginning. So we go into the first, it's called a crypt. So you know how in Black Forest, there's burial mounds, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, there's crypts. And now the crypts, cool. we go in there for the first time. And we find that there's iron in crypts. So a little, little tip. I'm not going to give you more than that, but there's there's okay. iron in there. Okay. Okay. So we fight our way through. We, f we, we fix our first crypt. I'm like, this is awesome. And of course, you can't teleport with iron. So you got to, yeah. you know, you got to walk it back. So we bring the cart. Mm -hmm. We bring it back. We're like, all right, that was successful. Great. We got through. We got some iron. Let's make that happen again. So we end up going and we go full ham. Like we make a big boat. Um. Like we can put all the iron in. We go up the coast. We park it. We make a new little something I call Iron Town. We make a little Iron Town. And we just clear all the crypts. I was like, this is perfect. This is great. Like, we've got a system. This is awesome. We're coming back. We're bringing the iron. We make iron gear. Everything's like looking up, right? Mm -hmm. 
things go downhill. Okay, we run out of iron in that area. So now we have to find a new iron place. We're like, okay, okay. we go across the ocean to another island. Uh-huh. Okay, I call this the Bay of Hell, okay? This is the, <laughs> it's a bay area that you go into, like a little bay, and when you go into the bay, on all sides of the bay are these crypts, but the water is shallow, so enemies can come up to the boat. So oh, okay. we go there the first time not knowing this, all right? So I've got my boat, the giant boat, and then I've got two other people on another boat. We all kind of go over there. We find a crypt, and we're going to try and go in there. And try. we're trying to build our first home base. Like, what I do, this little tip as well. What I do for a home base, um, instead of bringing, like, a workbench or mm -hmm. a, uh, a forge to, like, fix your copper stuff, um, yeah. I bring a portal. So you can portal, you just okay. leave the ore yeah. there at the boat. And then you just take everything else back, fix your stuff, come back to the portal, and you can go back again. It just yeah, makes it a little bit smart. faster. Yeah. Um, so we're trying to build that first place to place the portal. We get fucking surrounded. When I'm saying there's <laughs> on our map, there's like eight crypts. And around crypts, there's more enemies around crypts. Yeah. We go right, like we didn't know this was the middle. We just go into the middle and the wind turns on us. So now we're dead oh, in the water no. and we cannot oh. move. And the enemies are coming in and we're trying to fight them off. And my buddy jumps off the boat. He goes down. He's done. The boat gets destroyed oh, over there. Miss Forever is running around. That's the that's the our huntress. She's on the boat yeah. with me. We're firing arrows. A blob <laughs> jumps on the boat. Poison damage kills her. I back the boat up and back and back and back and arrows and arrows and arrows and back and back and back and arrows and arrows. I get out of there. I find the edge of the, the black forest and swamp where those two meet. I make a little base. I make the portal. And I'm like, great, we can do this. So I have to get off. I log off. And then I hear from everybody on the server that they lost both of our big boats, all of their gear, oh, all of the iron we mined, everything gone. And I'm like, just gone on that area just ate everything all of it's gone <laughs> they went up to the plane i think they went up to the planes uh, on an adventure again so yeah so this shows you like sometimes you go on an adventure and it's great and you get all the iron and you you yep. just got a system and it works and other times you just one you just get massacred dude you got i have never been in a game where i was like they're all they're free, they're everywhere like, <laughs> there's leeches in the water so you can't get out of the boat because then you get killed yeah. by the leeches the boat is stuck because there's no wind. It's like the enemies are coming in. There's arrows coming at us. There's there's slimes <laughs> that are jumping in the boat. I was like, ah, like oh, it was such man. a crazy moment. But I don't know a, another game out there that creates those moments. I have no, no idea. No, like and so organically too. Like it just happens to you while you're out and about. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's so cool. It's so crazy. Uh, one, thing, one thing I really enjoy about the game is the weather system they have going on with it. Like. We were we were walking through black forest and we thought we were good like it was nighttime we're like we're just gonna cruise we got this we've done this a couple of times now and then all of a sudden this fog rolls over to the point where you can't see even like a foot in front of you oh, like no. i i have never seen a fog this thick i was like what is happening here and then ambush ambush they're everywhere there's just dwarves everywhere <laughs> four or five shaman coming out of nowhere i'm like why why is this happening to us right now <laughs> And yeah, just same thing. It's just this panic. The group all pulls together. It's like, you know, those movie moments where everyone's got their backs and they're all shooting bows. Like that is that is us in the middle of the forest taking on this horde of enemies in the fog. 
Dude, ah, it's so much the, fun. That's the fun part. I remember the first time I figured out you can make a cart and like put your stuff in it. I was like, oh, I'm bringing this. I'm going to get some copper, dude. Like, I'm yeah. going to make a cart. We didn't have any roads. So I'm just trugging through the, my copper, like going to copper veins. The carts getting flipped and getting stuck on shit all over the place. And I'm just like <laughs> going up a mountainside with this truck. So I'm getting <laughs> copper. It turns nighttime. My cart is full. I've got. It's nighttime in Black Forest, so you know there's more enemies. And yeah. there's two trolls that come out of nowhere, and it starts to storm at the <laughs> same time. And I'm just back to the cart, like, stay away from my fucking cart. Took me all day to get this cart. Like, I fall. I was like a dwarf, like, get away from your gold. Like, I was like freaking out, man. And so I had to run from the cart. I arrow all the trolls, and I'm just taking them out. And I finally get that cart back. It took like an hour. And I finally get back. And I just remember that feeling of like, I made it. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> I don't know another game that gives you that same feeling of like accomplishment. That's really what they do yeah. really well is they, they give you a sense of a, even the basic stuff. Like if you want poison resistance potions or mead, you have to go farm all this stuff. And when you finally get it, then you get to de defeat the blobs. You're like, yes, it was worth it. You know, like they, yeah. they make everything feel like an accomplishment, man. And they just kill it kill it man. So, yeah it's a really good sense of progression like just from one step to the next uh, however they manage to get that the way it is it's it's perfect i know i really hope they don't change that but there are some things i think they could change oh zion here in chat he was saying that um they ran into six spawners while trying to regrind copper gear yesterday <laughs> uh two people just uh miss forever and him lost our cart after the ensuing brawl and spent 40 minutes looking for it in a massive storm in the forest so imagine <laughs> losing the stone like that's the thing is like it just happens out of nowhere like you know yeah all's well on the boats and all of a sudden the wind dies and there's enemies everywhere like what the yeah like we were just cruising it was just nice yeah. outside you know um, and that weather system just changes everything. everything. Like, have you seen like the the oceans during like a big storm oh, yeah. when the waves get like really high? Oh, oh, that is crazy. It, it's a gorgeous game. It's a gorgeous, I know. gorgeous game. It's low poly, but it's gorgeous. At the same time, yeah. it's like they did this really cool thing. I read up on their website. They wanted um, PlayStation One graphics, but with um, updated engines. So like yeah. like you said, updated ray tracing updated uh, uh particles update you know so they have like yeah this low poly feel but with updated new stuff it's like a cool mixture i love i love mm -hmm. the art style yeah um, same so what are some things in the game you wish they could change like moving forward though because you've got a lot of time in it i've got a lot of time in it. there's probably some things you're kind of like eh, you know yeah uh i don't know how i feel about the the, the respawn system with the mm. beds um it's it's fine most of the time unless you have like a server because i was thinking about running the server on stream and having viewers just kind of pop in and out yeah. uh but the way the bed system works is that i would have to like it, say we have one house and we're staying there for a while and i have a rotation of 15 people who come in and out i would have to be like breaking beds replacing beds getting them mm -hmm. to set their spawn points and you know like Ark has a system where you just invite someone to your tribe and then you just put like one or two beds down and uh, anybody can spawn from that bed. Uh, right. So, I, I mean, it's not a huge issue. It's not a huge gripe for me, but uh, I think maybe I'd like to see them change it around a little. I'm not sure how. Yeah, I don't but, know how uh, they would do that. We, what we end up doing is we just made, everybody just makes their own house. We made like a little town. Yeah. So everybody just made their own house. So they have their own bed in their own house. 
Um, but I can imagine having all those people coming in and out of the server would make that challenging. I can see that being an issue. My yeah. biggest thing I don't like is getting rid of weapons or anything you don't want. You just throw it on the ground, but it doesn't despawn if it's in an area with a workbench. So that kind of sucks. Yeah. And mm-hmm. on top of that, I don't know why I can make a copper sword, but I can't break down a copper sword for maybe just less copper. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. if I'm not using yeah. it anymore, like, what do you, what do you yeah. we just throw it into the ocean? Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, I mean, there might be an item. Like, I know our games like Ark have a like a grinder or a recycler and they're mm. usually pretty high tier stuff because then you can break down pretty much whatever but uh. you could like throw your old garbage gear in that and just recycle it break it down maybe it's a workbench attachment or something like right that. I, yeah That's i haven't cool. seen it yet they may they might have it you might be right I'm, I'm not end game yet i think we have we still have the mountains the rest of the swamp that's kicking our ass at the moment and then we still have the plains yeah. which is the hardest one um mm-hmm. those enemies are insane i don't know they're like there's like mosquitoes that will literally do 70 damage. You're like, oh my god, I mean, they just crush you. Um, yeah, so that I don't I like the portal system how it is, but I wish this is kind of a stupid gripe. I wish I could have one portal that goes to multiples. Like, you know what I mean? Like like a master yeah. portal. Instead of having to make, you know, one portal here, one portal here, name it the same thing. And then that's that's your portal chain. Like it'd be cool if you could have like one master portal system, and you just say all go to this. You know what I'm saying? Wait, can you rename a portal once it's named? Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you could do that, but it would take more manual work. Like you could have multiple portals around, have one main portal, and then just rename that main portal to the one you want to want to go to. Yeah, but no, that wouldn't work though, because the downside is you have to have one name per portal. You can't do yeah like if like we have one that's just you know Iron Town to Iron Town, you can't do like Iron Town to main base or Iron Town to this like it won't connect at all. Like you oh ha- yeah, you have to name them both. The portals have to be named the same thing. So yeah, that's I the downside. So that's just kind yeah. of a stupid gripe, but it's just like we can you know I don't want to like build yeah. another base and now I have fifteen portals where I have to connect. Yeah. You know what I mean like. Eh. Just kind of, I get what you mean. Yeah, just annoying. having like a quick little UI that popped up where you could select all your available spawners or, oh, or so teleporters. Nice. That'd be that'd be the yeah. Way just go. string them together. Here, this one goes here. This yeah. one goes here. This one goes here. You know what I mean? Like that'd yeah. be so much nicer. And then you just choose like, hey, where do you want to go? And then just select going here. You know, that'd be so yeah. much nicer. Um, what else? So is there anything else in the game so, that you're not? How, a fan how do you of? feel? How do you feel about the building? I personally really like it. Mm. Um, how do you, how do you feel? I think the building in the game, it's got good and bad. Um, personally, like I've just gotten a stone building, um, mm-hmm. and stone seems to be a little bit wonky at the moment. I don't think it's it's not as intuitive as wood building is. I'm not okay. a big fan of the roofing system for wood right now. Um, yeah. I think it's okay. I just think that the roofing corners are weird, um, and they don't really fit the roof right. So it just kind of looks like aesthetically, it looks weird. So it kind of throws yeah. it off. If you're trying to like make something that looks cool. Um, right. It's not right. terrible, but um, I think there could be some improvements for sure. Like maybe more angles. Um, yeah. Like more, like for example, if you really want to build a big house, you have to make a framework. So maybe more framing stuff would be a great idea. Like they have yeah. the the block, they have the, the it's basically stuff that does this, an angle, two different angles, and then an up. But they should do like framing stuff. Like uh, I'll spend 20... You know, 20 um, wood or whatever, if we're doing wood, 20 wood to make just a square. 
You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. then I could turn that square however I want. That'd be great. You know, it just kind of saves time, especially if you're building. Um, yeah, that'd be nice. That'd be nice. But yeah, but you know, I haven't gotten to the, the end game stuff. So apparently, you can obviously get like, there's better wood items, right? Like as you, yeah. as you progress, you get better wood. You can make better things with the wood. Same thing with stone. Like as you get stone bench upgrades, you could probably do cooler stuff with stone. Right now, I just right. have like the very basics. Like it just seems very wonky on stone. Are you, have you been working with stone yet? I haven't messed with stone yet. I okay. feel like it's coming up pretty soon for us, but uh, yeah, no, I haven't touched it yet. But in terms of wood and everything, I think it builds pretty well. I'd like to see like a, like a snap point rotation system mm. like when I'm, I'm putting the like pillars down into the ground or something like and it's not snapping quite where I want it to just be able to hit a key and it would rotate the available snaps and I wouldn't have to like you know mess with it as much like manually like jump up on a ladder and like look down and try and hit yeah. that corner perfectly yeah yeah it's yeah that stuff in particular like having to go above a piece to like place on top of it is pretty annoying like I should right. just be able to hover in that area and she'd be like oh, okay you want to put it above this one yeah um, what are some yeah. things Which you wish I they think... could add like like do you think that they can add to that like building off of that like in terms of the building itself like mm -hmm. how it works yeah is there yeah. anything that you think like let's just take wood for example because i've built a lot of shit with wood so it's, that's the only thing i'm really used to but um are there things that you think that they should be able to like the snap point for sure but like are there yeah. pieces that you think are missing um, see, I'm still unsure. Cause like you unlock pieces as you go, right? Like mm -hmm. there are ways to unlock more wood pieces. So I don't have like the full library yet. I don't think, mm. um, but just based off like the basic stuff you get for wood. Yeah. I'd like to see some more, um, right. maybe d more angles and stuff when it comes to roofing and whatnot. I feel like that'd be an easy thing to it to add. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and just like longer pieces, like you were saying, like if I want to, I should have like a, like a one by four piece that I can just stick down. Like I know this wall is going to be four tall. If I can just like take that piece and go boop and it's there, right. then that would make it way easier to build. Yeah. Make it, make it easier to build on top of that, save some time, especially if you're going to I mean, cause building is such a huge part of the game. So you're going to have to yeah. be building no matter where you go, you're going to have to build something. But I just feel like it's, it is wonky. Like I can't, you know, sometimes like we're always making Iron Town. You just make these little huts, but even making a little hut, like, do you go two by one on each side, or do you do two up top, and like, or you can yeah. also angle it, but then the roofing doesn't fit. So you're like, oh well, this is that's annoying. Like, yeah. does it have to be the same every time I want to make a hut, or is it gonna have to be like a thatched mess up top? Then it, it, it sticks yeah. through too. You know, it doesn't like if I hit it here, it's gonna fray out. So it doesn't actually like connect that would be, i yeah. wish they could fix that where it doesn't fray through that'd be great yeah like, that'd be amazing but that's probably well, a nightmare uh yeah I, have, I feel like that would be a lot of work on their end i mean but again their game isn't like you know super high poly or anything so getting that stuff might be a little bit easier for them to, to implement yeah. um what is it the the game the forest has a really interesting build system when it comes to certain <laughs> items in that game um like uh you know the the stake walls that you put around your perimeter mm -hmm. for your base so they have the similar thing in that game but you basically just put down like a start point and then you map out like uh -huh. you know point to point where it's going to build the stake wall and it just like links all the way along that Ooh. instead of placing like pieces of five at a time you can just like draw out a path and it's like okay this is where we're gonna put it oh that's much nicer i wish they had a, the yeah. pathing system would be awesome and it looks great like it always looks oh, really man. nice 
That'd be so nice, man. Yeah. You know, I think yeah. one thing they did a really good job of is the leveling system, to like how to make roads or level your stuff. It can be yeah. a little wonky if you need a pickaxe sometimes to kind of like make sure that it lines up. But the, the leveling right. system is great. We've built roads. We've built you can build so much stuff that way. Like that's how I built like the moats and everything like they I love it. I don't know. Is there any games that yeah. have that something similar? Mm -hmm. Does every game have that? I mean, there are games with terraforming. I think like uh, what's the what's the space game that did really bad and is now doing well? <laughs> space game. Ooh. Uh. Oh man, I can't remember the name of it. It, it was floating a, through space, a big failure down. when it came out. But oh, No Man's Sky—that's the name. Oh yeah, of it. yeah, yeah, that one. Yep. Um, so that game has like a terraforming feature, like you can move terrain up and down. But a lot of games don't. I mean, I guess Minecraft, but not yeah. really. Well, um, Minecraft is just—they're all the just blocks. Yeah, them. yeah, they're just in the yep. little blocks. So it makes it easy. Yeah, everything's. But I do love. I love the terraforming in, in Valheim. Like, I think that was one of the tools that I pulled out and used for the first time. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah, man, you can do that. You can. I love the farming. You just kind of like bloop, 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 and then yep. plant whatever you want. Uh, I love the taming, too. You can tame boars and they make yes. more boars and then you can use them for meat. And for some reason, they have they don't care if you murder their neighbor they don't give a <laughs> shit so they just kind of like eat some food and hang out yeah oh there's strider he's the guy in chat so yeah we're talking valheim right now man this is uh this oh, is yeah project fox he's a vtuber but he's also addicted just like us so we've been chatting about valheim for the past couple minutes man <laughs> <laughs> um yeah man i think one thing another weird thing is kind of stupid but you can't fish off the boat while it's moving i'm like come on like yeah you can do that in real like just throw it i wish you could throw a line and troll you know that'd be great just yeah. troll some troll some lines out there and that'd be you know maybe you catch like a giant fish oh there's nothing in the big oceans too that we found that you can fish for which is also weird yeah. like i would love to throw a fishing line out to the ocean and like maybe have a chance of picking up a clam or picking up a shark or you know like something yeah. that's only found something in the ocean unique yeah yeah yeah, um, I mean, stuff like that. I mean, I feel like that stuff is all it's all going to come right. Like, I feel like they're going to be working on that. They, they've they got the base game like they have such a good foundation. Yeah. To just add stuff to now. I agree. Yeah. And I just love the, that they've they've really nailed the landscape, the, the landscape of the weather system. They just completely I am. I feel like it's a world, you know, like it just yeah. feels no matter what you go to, it feels like a world. And they really yeah. nailed that. Um. So the the base, the core of the game is great. You know what I'm saying? And that's where you can really build upon because if the core foundation was crumbly a little bit or kind of felt weird, it, it wouldn't be the same. It wouldn't be the same. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, all right. So what are some things that you think that Valheim can do for their combat? Because that's I have some gripes with combat a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's fun, but it feels a little uh, rigid. Yeah. right now like i don't i one thing i really hope they change is how you dodge the roll i don't like that you have to block and then press space i don't yeah. like that two button system for doing an action yeah like i'd agree. rather just have it be mapped to a key and i can just press that key and roll in whatever way i want yeah um i mean that's a simple thing like uh, i don't know if they'll change that hopefully but uh yeah, yeah I, I just want combat to be a little more fluid maybe it's pretty close to something like dark souls right now like it's like Dark Souls one, like the slowness yeah. of it. I agree with yes. that a hundred percent. Yeah, yeah, very much like that. Yeah. And if they can move it more into something like where they moved with Dark Souls, like I, I still want this 
methodical kind of combat i don't really want like a like a hack and slash type type thing going on right uh but something just a little bit smoother I yeah think would be great i think that I think the really enemies close. i think that there's there's a weird disconnect i feel like where the enemies swing slow enough so you can parry which is good like you want that but sometimes they just take too long in between attacks so it's you're like you have two choices you either parry or you just literally walk two steps backwards and you they miss their swing you know what i mean yeah. other than like trolls yeah. and big enemies you know most of the enemies in the game um that are on two legs swinging something at you just kind of like stand stand swing, swing stop yeah swing three swing they should do it they should they should vary that like one yeah. two three swing swing and then yeah, swing. multiple attacks would be nice. They add a chain yeah. or something where it's like, okay, you know, just do a Boolean. Just do if this, then that. You know what I'm saying? If they block yeah. hit twice. You know, that kind of thing. Like, if they could yeah. add in a little bit more dynamic to it. Because that would make it more fun than just, like, most of my fights, especially in Crips, are just, like, looking down a hallway. One, two, three, parry, stab. One, two, yeah. three, parry, stab. You know, and it just kind of... And if I'm getting chased, you just do the same thing, but you just like walk backwards, let them swing, pack slash. And it's so it just yeah. makes it once you learn the system, it's almost too easy. You know what I mean? It, it is. Yeah. Like all the base enemies are pretty easy. Like, like I was saying with the role, I'd like to utilize that a lot more yeah. in combat. Like just like needing to be able to roll back to get that distance or something as where most of the enemies, like you said, it's like a one slow swing. I can just walk backwards like I'm not yeah. really in any danger. Yeah, but, um, if, but they if, they a, if they do it, they do a lunging double and... cat. Yeah, then you have to dodge, right? Yeah, yeah, it makes it more yeah. fun. I want there to be like a, like really, there's no learning curve to the combat when you meet a new enemy. Like sort of depending on what they do, if they're poison or something like that. Yeah. But most of the time, you're like, this guy's gonna walk up to me and then eventually swing. Right. There's yeah. no variation. You don't. And so I think variations would add a a, a big crucial element because a lot of later game is packs of enemies, right? But if they're mm -hmm. all doing the same attack, then you kind of can still just mosey around the group and figure it out, right? Yeah. But if there's a pack of enemies and they're all doing different combinations, now you don't know what you need to do. You know what I'm saying? Now all yeah. of a sudden it's like, oh, I gotta like, I gotta figure out what what they're doing so I can kind of like, this guy's doing two swings, this guy's doing one swing, this guy's maybe they back up and shoot an arrow if you get too far away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like they can do like that kind of stuff would be awesome if they could add more dynamic fighting on that. Yeah, uh, I'd like it if they force the player to think of more unique ways to take care of enemies like um not necessarily having to kill them with like uh your your sword and shield or whatever but maybe you are overwhelmed by a group of enemies and the best route is to maybe like chop down a tree and get the physics to take care of them mm. or something like that like That'd i'd so love cool. to see environmental aspects come into the combat a little bit more yeah no that'd be so cool too you know what else would be sweet i was thinking about this what do you think about having, like, you know, you get an ability with, uh, with when you kill a boss, you get like Ichthyr's movement speed or whatever, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, what do you think about having a like a class, like an ability, like an ability for a class? Like, let's say, That'd be interesting. Let's say, for example, um, you are a lumberjack. Let's take Zion. Well, there's there's a lumberjack skill in game that you can get. Cool. Well, what if I want mm -hmm. to be a warrior? Right? I just want to do shield and sword. Can I get a block ability other than a parry? You know what I'm saying? Maybe I harden my skin or something. It'll maybe just one ability. Not like 
Yeah. I'm not saying it has to be an MMO, but just one ability that's kind of like, I am this class. I am a tank. Yeah. I you don't no healers. We don't even do that. But like maybe you like bow. Maybe you after level 100, you get a bow skill all of a sudden. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like something that you can work to that might be attainable, or maybe something you can unlock in game so you can change later on. Like you don't have to choose it at the the player start screen. Maybe it's something that you just uh you can you can unlock or or you kill something and it like you found special arrow. This arrow sets person on fire, but it allows you to now turn arrow any arrow on fire or so, you know something. I don't know. Just, yeah, just yeah. No, I, I I would totally be on board for something like that. Um, it, they kind of lean into classes a little bit with the armor setup. Mm. Like they have the the armor sets. So like the troll one gives you like twenty five percent increased stealth. Right. So like it's cool because i have a couple different characters because i'm playing on different servers with different groups mm -hmm. um and like one of my characters is definitely more like the way i balanced his his levels and stuff he's more of like a tank like he's up front he's doing a lot of damage i have another one who's mainly hangs back and uses the bow a lot and while the rest of the group is up front fighting and then my main character uh wears trolls uh troll outfit and has like the dagger and has really high skills with the knife hmm. so like I play a lot of stealth, so I do a lot of stealth damage. I try to sneak up on enemies a lot. Um, I'd like to see them, yeah, lean a little more into that. Like, give us some class-specific abilities. Doesn't have to be a lot. Like, maybe, yeah, maybe literally just one just skill. A, yeah, yeah, like one, something. One would be fine. Yeah, yeah. I just think like like you said. Like, I didn't even try the knife yet. How do you like the knife combat? I like it. It's fun. The uh, the secondary attack, the middle mouse. You mm -hmm. can like lunge forward and you jump like maybe four feet. And get a stab off it's really fun it's Dude, so much fun i might have to switch because <laughs> i'm using yeah, sword, yeah. sword and board i'm doing a parry sword build right now yeah uh, with iron armor and it's it's good but i just lose so much stamina i'm like ugh. yeah you know yeah. i started no, with the uh fun. the buckler and the uh and the spear because you can throw the spear so it was cool like you find somebody you throw the spear at them they get off balance pick up the spear immediately stab them and you get that That's like cool. double crit damage basically like, off the bat. So it's yeah. a good opener, but then it's kind of wonky because there's no there's no thrust attack. It's all overhead. Like you're like chopping a tree or something. And, and your feel... range is really short. With yeah. A spear. I feel yeah. like I'm, I have a spear. Like I should be able to like Spartan thrust. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. keep them yeah. away a little bit. You know what I mean? Like that'd be, that'd be cool. But yeah. Yeah. I, I wish that they... comes with changing how the enemies fight too because like if you could stab from far back the enemies would have no chance oh that's true yeah they, maybe that's no they probably did that for you know obviously like intense they, they, they had an intention behind why short that spear is yeah because yeah, they yeah. would if, everybody would probably just run spear then you know at that point yep. everybody would probably do that that's true um but uh but yeah dagger's cool like if you are running stealth it's just so satisfying to see a dwarf or whatever hanging out in the forest or a group of them and you manage to just sneak up on them and you crouch, get in close and you hit that middle mouse and you just lunge out of the shadows and you get that, there's like the, the stealth backstab damage. Like I'm doing like one killing most enemies that I hit if I can get the, like manage to sneak up on them. Dude, can you get away? So how is the sneak system? Do you like it? Uh, it's, it's good. I feel like it doesn't explain itself very well um it but it's like it's like most sneak systems like skyrim and stuff like that like you crouch and it has a little eye that opens up above the uh the meter there kind of tells you like how visible you are to the enemy um, oh that's what it is yeah but i, I mean most like, of the able time to see you you know like if you have the eye on you yeah yeah but like i most of the time i'm just paying attention to like 
I, I think of it like Metal Gear Solid, like cone system, like where they're looking, and I just try and stay behind them best right, I can. Right. Yep. So does yeah. that? Do you have like a buckler too, or you just block with with knife? Like, how does it work? Like when you're in combat, you get that you get that initial lunge off. The rest of the group's obviously gonna look at you, or does it count still as like a stealth? Uh, no, the rest of the group will look at me usually. Mm-hmm. Um, depends on how close they are. Uh. But yeah, I, I have a shield on me just in case. Like if I do end up overwhelmed with a big group, like I like to have the shield. You can still block and parry with just the knife. Oh. Um, but I think like the block's obviously less effective than a shield. Right. right? Your it's stamina probably is drained a bunch. Yeah. Yeah. That makes yeah sense. So I carry both. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, he uh, Shredder wants to know, do you know if um certain enemy types are actually weaker to certain weapon types? Yeah, they are, definitely. Are they? Um yeah Hmm. like anything that's like fleshy like a dwarf or something like that will be more susceptible to like uh, a knife or sword and then like skeletons are weak to blunt objects so if you hit them with like a mace or a club or something they take way more damage from that oh yeah i forgot they have like sharp and blunt and all that stuff i didn't think about it yeah oh oh my god strider you hear that we need to make some clubs man get all make some maces (laughs) there are like weakness effects too i don't know i had some kind of weird status effect on me yesterday and i was looking at it in the menu and it was like makes you weaker or stronger versus lightning or fire or poison or something like that so you can kind of balance that stuff too oh where did did you pick up something did you eat something that made i don't even remember what it was well i think that's the cool part about this game is that Everybody's kind of figuring it all out. Again, like that, that like a beginning of an MMO. It's like everybody's figuring out all this stuff as we go. Like I had no clue yeah. that different weapon types do different damage. I, I knew they do different damage types, but I didn't know if enemies were weak because there's no. That's the cool part about the game. There's no yeah. indication. It just says, sure, it is maybe kind of figure yep. it out. Like shoot an arrow, see if it works. Good luck. Like you know, just kind yeah. of here you go. <laughs> you know, it is what it is, man. No, it's so cool, man. I I just yeah. Um. So how long do you think you're going to play this game for? You're going to put 5,000 hours in? What do you think? I mean, it depends. If they keep adding stuff and it it remains this fun, easy. Easy 5,000. <laughs> yeah, dude, seriously. The only downside, and this is... Maybe it's the same in other survival games. Once a node is gone, it doesn't respawn. Once you go through a crypt and you get all the gear, it doesn't respawn. So yeah. you have to constantly be a Viking. You have to keep moving and keep yep. expanding and keep... Get more boats, keep moving further. And the hard part though, I think that comes down to it is like, you want to have a centralized base location, but in realistically, there's a limited finite resource on all of this stuff. So you eventually have to restart. Like what happens when you get all the nodes? Like, what do you do then? Yeah. Have you been to, I mean, where do you think the longevity of this game is going to be? And this is not a, a, I'm just, I'm just interested. I just started thinking about it. I was like, wait, you know, you want to stay in the world. You want to keep playing. There's all these different biomes and you want to keep getting better gear and all that stuff. Yeah. But what ha- you I mean, what are you going to do when it's all gone? Like what's left? Is there bosses? That's, I mean, we, I mean, I guess yeah. nobody knows, but what are you supposed to do? Uh, yeah. They're going to have to add a ton of content. I think in terms of like enemy types, bosses, maybe some sort of quest system that mm. gives you like these you know, randomly generated types of quests that you can just go do when you're bored or something like that. Right. Um, that maybe they give you coins or, or something. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm I not sure. Like in terms of resources and stuff spawning, 
like other games like arc like stuff comes back after an hour you know uh, like you can you can have a base and and it can be in the perfect spot that you like it in, and you can just stay there um and i mean you know games like that they come with a lot of settings too like you can change so many options right. and and make your server really tailored to the way you like it in arc so maybe that's what they do with valheim maybe you can turn it on so resources respawn hmm. or you can make it so you know like if i don't know where they want this game to go in the long haul but i assume they're gonna allow you to have like maybe strictly pvp servers mm. where the idea is that you build up in one spot resources respawn and you're just fighting other people all the time mm. um you know and that could be a lot of fun uh i've played a lot of pvp in arc and it can be highly frustrating but yes. also very fun <laughs> yeah absolutely yeah. dude you know that's the fun part especially in this game for I mean, it's Viking, so you literally get on a big long ship and you go raid. You know, like that yeah. is the core of a Viking life. And if you can recreate that on a PvP server, that'd be awesome. They're gonna have to increase the size of people in the servers, though. Ten is not enough for a PvP server. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's just no. not. But you the need... thing is, the way they they've built the game, like the 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 visual, like PS One style look, it's not intensive. The game is like what two gigs to download or Literally. something like that, yeah. mm -hmm. which is amazing. Um, you look at Arc, that's like upwards of two hundred and fifty gigabytes to download. Mm -hmm. That game is yeah, that, that game is poorly optimized. Nice. But with how how low poly the world is and how well it runs most of the time for me, like I get one hundred and forty frames all the time, yep. pretty much, and and it's great. Uh, they could populate that world with tons of players oh, like yeah. so so many players and that would be a lot of fun considering how big the world is oh the world is giant if you all right i'm gonna set a little scene here imagine same same world size but you have groups and you say let's just say you have a starting zone right and that starting yeah. zone you have four people here four here and that's your four person group and you all yeah. start at four corners of the map and then you have to find each other naturally like yeah. how crazy would that be like okay that today so much fun. all right so strider invited two new people into the server and they wanted to kind of go off and do their own thing i found them randomly today and it was such a cool feeling because i was i was just <laughs> going around the map in this boat just kind of searching stuff trying to find stuff and i come across their settlement i was like should i go raid them what am i doing right now like yeah. you know but there's no pvp day i was like but i was thinking about I was like how cool would that be is like we're yeah. just searching around and all of a sudden we see this little settlement and we're just like fucking take everything let's go and you just like you bring the boat onto shore and you just like jump off and you just start slashing like that'd be so fun the game has got the systems where that could work really well but there's no yeah. services behind the scenes that will facilitate that yet 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 yeah exactly i hope like there's something like that i really like what they've done with the current pvp like I i'd love to see dedicated pvp and pve servers mm -hmm. but i like that the mode we're playing in now it allows you just to turn on pvp whenever you want yes like you, you can be like oh, okay i want to fight i want people to attack me i can just click this button i'm i'm in it now yeah as where nice. you know like other pvp servers like you're just always pvp which is not always what you want to do you know yeah no i agree that's actually a really smart system the problem i mean if you think about it, that gives you player choice though because then you can say okay everybody that's coming into here um you know we're turning pvp mode on at 6 p.m to 12 yeah. a.m and then after that you know lick your wounds and you know rebuild or do whatever you yeah. got because then we're doing it again at six but everybody would have to be on board and everybody would have to do it and then every you know 
it kind of make it hard, you know? So I don't know. Yeah, it's, yeah. I think logistically it's not quite, there's still some kinks to work out there, but it is a possibility. Mm -hmm. um, so do you have your own server right now? I do, yeah. I actually just started, I've been playing on other people's pretty much the last week and a half, two weeks mm -hmm. almost. And then just two days ago, I started my own server that I'm kind of running on stream and people can just join and play. That's awesome. I'm going to jump into your world sometime, dude. And I'll come bring you some, I'll bring some of my goodies. Come hang Absolutely. out, man. Absolutely. Yeah, dude, that'd be that sweet because you got to come over to ours. I definitely, you know, it's fun. I get to see other people's stuff and I see how they built stuff. And like, oh, that's a cool way of doing that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You kind of like figure little things out as you play. Yeah. I've been doing a really good job at like not watching YouTube tutorials. I will look up kind of like some basic stuff. I get stuck like, where the hell do you find, you know, thistle or, yeah. you know, some weird stuff like that. Uh, but I've been yeah. trying to like not watch a lot of stuff just so I can kind of get a feel for stuff. You know, it kind yeah. of, I like the. I'm almost, go ahead. I'm almost actively avoiding all streams and stuff just because I love like that exploration and yeah. surprise when you find cool stuff. I just don't want that spoiled yet. Yeah, me too, man. Yeah, I've been having fun yeah. doing that too because I just, you know, it's half the game of this is exploration and figuring it out. And especially late game, it seems like you have to be on a boat and you have to like go explore. You have there's yep. no way around it. Like you start on an island, but you gotta leave that island sometime. You can't stay there yeah. forever. Like the yeah. resources are finite. You gotta move eventually, you know? Um, let me recommend this though. Build roads. If you have a mining area that you're trying to really go deep into, build yeah. roads. Yeah, I mean, now that you've talked about it, like I'm definitely going to. It just, it's just it's such a simple and perfect idea. It makes yeah. so much sense. It only uses stamina. Just use the the leveling tool. You don't have to like actually build anything. Just level as yeah. you as you walk with the cart, you know. And then, dude, it just helps. It wasn't my idea. It was actually Strider's idea. He came up with it, and just dude, it makes it so much easier. Yeah. Um, He's saying build paved roads. Dude, nobody got the stone or the time for that. <laughs> Somebody will do it. Somebody yeah. will. We'll see a paved road yeah. soon, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. The problem with this the the stone works though is that you can't do um stone pavement without the uh the stone cutter like forge or thing. You need the yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, like with a with a paving tool with the dirt paver, you just can walk. You don't have to have anything, you know. But with the yeah. stone, you gotta like half stone. And you gotta have the building thing it just makes it tough but that was another gripe that i had i don't really like the building system when you have to base it off the workbench i know dude i agree with that it's so frustrating especially if you're like in a building and you're on the edge you mean like you're just outside of it so you can't build anything yeah. like come on just it's just, it's just weird like because my base is kind of just riddled with all these workbenches all over now and i don't need a workbench everywhere i just need it in like the workbench shop like yeah yeah i agree yeah. with that that's i don't know why that was a design choice they decided i don't like it'd be better even just to use like another object or something like just make it like a flag like yeah. put a flag down or something if you're gonna go that route like just give me something other than a big workbench or make it a giant area like you know what yeah. i mean not like yeah. a tiny area if you're gonna use a workbench that's fine but make it like giant so that way i just yeah. need one workbench every 500 meters or something you know what i'm exactly, saying like something yeah. that's far out there that i can do because right now it's just like it's such a tiny area it does you have to build like you said multiple workbenches for one giant house if you want one giant mm -hmm. house which doesn't make any sense yeah. like you know and that's not a construction site it's a freaking you know <laughs> 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 we don't need all these workbenches uh, we don't have saws here you know what i mean it's crazy <laughs> 
Oh, man. Well, dude, is there anything that we've missed that you really want to talk about to anybody on the podcast who's listening or anybody's probably watching this at home? No, I think I think we covered pretty much everything I wanted to talk about. Yeah, it was a good chat, man. Good. Well, one thing I want to ask before we end is aliens, bro. Aliens. Do you believe in aliens? aliens. Do it. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Now. No, no, no. Okay, I was gonna hear. No, 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 no. I want to hear your side. I want to hear your side. And then I'll expand. I asked okay, last I week mean, and I had fun. So I want to. I want to start asking question. people. Yeah. Come on. What you got? What you got? Come on. No, Bring my thought on. behind aliens. I mean, the the, the universe is so vast. Mm. It's it's enormous. It'd be crazy to think that we're the only ones out there. Yeah, like you, it's just so vast it's and that's just that's it but Alien do you somewhere. think that they're here like do you like do you believe like in the grays and like that there's different races that have come to earth and like that they're walking on among earth? us yeah I, I don't think so okay. i don't think so Why? what do they want what do they the, want from the us? universe I mean, I mean, is vast you just it, said you're it. right you you're right it. i mean it's possible it's possible i just feel like we'd know about it already we just with how technology is and you know but i mean if they don't want to make themselves known if they are that advanced it makes sense yeah, right why not there's here's the thing there's always those conspiracy theory minded people who will make an excuse for anything like for example like with pictures like why is every picture blurry of a spacecraft well it's because they don't want to be seen so it's like yeah eh, really or maybe it's fake <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. You know, maybe that's also an answer, not just because yeah. of this thing, but the, you know, it's kind of that confirmation bias. Um, we had to talk about it a little bit uh, last week too with Strider, but here's the thing, man. Like, I agree with you. I agree that there, there's gotta be life out there. That the universe yeah. is like the galaxy. Our galaxy has, you know, millions of solar systems, and then there are potentially billions of galaxies. Like, that's just. Yeah. It's hard to fathom the infinity of the universe. There's got to be something out there. But yeah. do I think they're coming to Earth and stealing our cows and capturing that weirdo in town who's like, we all know is weird and he got, you know, abducted <laughs> and, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. We sure? Oh my God. We sure that guy who, you know, has been living in a, in a hut by himself for a while, we sure he's not a little, you know, woo. he's the one they picked. Yeah. He's the one. He's the, not the president. You know what I'm saying? Like, if okay, let's do this. All right, if you were an alien race and you found, let's say you're a thousand years in the future and we have faster than light travel and we go find another planet and that planet's got people that are, are like right now, us, basically. Yeah, yeah. What What would you do? I mean, I don't know if I'd start stealing people. <laughs> right? <laughs> like, that seems so counterintuitive to what... Right? you would probably want to do when you show up at a new place. Like I don't, I don't show up at someone's house and start taking their kids. Like I'm like, yeah. <laughs> like it's so weird. That's I never understood the abduction stories. Like maybe you've seen craft. Okay. Here's a really good theory. And I think you might like this. Um, they think that if there's lots of crafts coming here, they think they're unmanned vehicles that are just scouting vehicles. Like if you're a super highly advanced, like, um, why would you, physically go somewhere when you we have drones like you can just send yeah. a drone through space yeah i mean to go we, watch we send satellites and and all kinds of shit through space so yes yeah, so yeah. i can i can understand maybe there are craft that come here but maybe they're not what we think they are maybe they're not just like aliens and in there like hanging out i think it's, it could yeah. more than likely be if they are real like they could be crafts but at the same time you know why would they come see us? Like, if they're so advanced, like, we must be, like, you know, little ants or something. Like, yeah. I don't walk to every anthill and I'm like, ooh, what are you doing, anthill? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't yeah. care less. 
But at the same time, we said this last week, and this is actually a great point. Um, you know, if a bunch of ants started throwing dynamite at each other, I'd be pretty fucking interested. Yeah, so, that's true. Yeah, you know, I'd be. I'd I'd watch an ant fight. Yeah, I'd be like, <laughs> "What are these guys doing over here? What the hell is this?" You know what I mean? Like these ants figured out dynamite. The fuck is happening? You know, like so. There's there's that too. So you know, there's a there's a theory out there that there's more aliens now than it started. More sightings have happened after the um, atomic bombs were dropped, and they don't know if there's okay. a correlation there. Or yeah, I that mean, there's an alien right, craze though. mentally, just everybody has this, there's maybe just more pop culture. You know what I'm saying? So since it was yeah, more the media, yeah. people would just think about it more. But it's interesting that it does correlate that since there's the atomic bombs have been dropping, there's been more sightings, which is interesting. Yeah. So, you know, we were ants, but now we're ants throwing dynamite. And I think that's, uh, that could be pretty interesting, you know? Yeah, it is. Like, let's think about it this way. Like, um we study whales right we study dolphins like our scientists i'm not we also have assholes who kill whales and kill dolphins so if there are an alien species there might be drones that are looking at us but there also could be assholes just stealing people and putting them in fucking yeah, zoos you're I mean, right you're right though there's assholes everywhere even in the universe i think that's the one constant <laughs> there's assholes everywhere i'm just saying you know like it does make sense i don't throw it off you know I think when it comes to aliens, um, I can't say definitively yes. I can't say definitively no. I have not had yeah. an experience, but same time, same. I think there's so much in the universe we don't understand. I mean, what, 98% of our universe is filled with dark matter. We, we know it's there, but we can't even visually see it or yeah. measure it. We know it's there. So what else is out there that we have no clue about? You know, there's probably yeah. there's probably an element out there that that, you know, eats eats the light or something and you know they use that to space i don't know i'm fucking riffing. yeah I there, no there's so much out there we don't i mean like there could be plants there's gonna be Earth, a planet like, with a giant mouth that eats other planets we don't understand you know yeah I don't know. I, well i'd like to compare it to the ocean here like we, hmm. we're exploring above us and, and everything that's out there but like we don't even really know what's at the bottom of our ocean most of the time like <laughs> what do you think's down there what do i think is at the bottom of the ocean yeah. i don't know scary scary creatures because that's all the ocean is is terrifying nightmare fuel uh i think joe rogan <laughs> calls it monster soup and i agree with that it is monster <laughs> soup bro it is absolutely like can you imagine living in prehistoric times like dinosaur times oh, the, the oceans were filled with like giant sharks and things that ate giant sharks yeah like what just uh dude and okay so here's the thing. Here's the thing I don't like bringing up when it comes to aliens, because some people like like. Here's the problem with conspiracy theories. Let me just bring that back. But with conspiracy mm. theories, some conspiracy theories are true. So that's what leads you into it, right? There's some right. conspiracy theories that the U.S. government's done that is real. Like, it's just been yeah. it's fucking real. So when people think that some things are real, they're very open to well, maybe Bigfoot's real. Maybe mm. aliens are real. Maybe, you know, Lizard crystal people. crystal healing cancer is real. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's just kind of, yeah. uh, are you sure about that? Like, yeah. you know, it's just kind of, well, well, you know, MK Ultra happened. So maybe Bigfoot's, you know, fucking my aunt in, in Wisconsin. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> 
yeah one thing really does lead to the next with conspiracy theory, conspiracy theories like yeah this, this is crazy okay here's strider saying at the bottom of the other side actually being in testing ground for a lot of space ideas that's a huge push we have in that community of explorers is that it is do you know do you have inside knowledge strider is that what's happening down there okay all right so apparently yeah. that's there's there's testing facilities down there it's like the movie the abyss that'd be damn that'd be cool what if there's that like, would be pretty cool at the bottom of the ocean and all of a sudden the abyss that's damn. i just remember one time i was um i was in cozumel and we went uh snorkeling and they took us to this one place where it's like 20 feet down is the bottom of the ocean and then you go over literally this edge this canyon and it's just and it's darkness just black yeah. nothing and i was like dude i was such a bitch i could not go down there i was yeah, such a terrifying somebody like, like drop off somebody dove down there and just kept going i was like you're not coming back you're dying like <laughs> i just i just kept envisioning this tentacle like bloop, just yeah. just yank gone it's yeah. like good i i have a hard time being i mean i'm not scared of the ocean really i'm scared of the things in the ocean but being like in not very deep water in the ocean i'm like oh there could be like a shark or jellyfish and that's kind of terrifying enough as it is right let alone being in the dark darkness depths of of the ocean like that is a completely different beast just like, i'm not going everything down there wants to kill you it's like australia yeah. but underwater and dark everything yeah. there <laughs> wants to kill you everything I don't yeah, understand and, it. And they're designed to kill you in efficient ways in the dark. They've been around for <laughs> millions of years in their own biome, and you are just food to them. Like, yeah. you know, and like, for example, we we didn't even know that giant squid, like, we didn't yeah. even know they existed until one washed up on the shore. We're like, shit is real? Like, it's down there? <laughs> it's eating things down oh there? God. It's eating whales? Yeah. What is happening? Like, you know, like... <laughs> Who knows? Uh, dude, I think there's probably uh, still a giant shark down there. Like a megalodon. I think so. Stipe. I think like, so. If sharks... Okay, we still have great whites. We still have... We have all these types of variants of sharks, right? Mm -hmm. There's gotta be... I mean, did all the giant sharks really die? Or did they evolve into a bigger fucking version of yeah. themselves and now just rule the ocean floor with an iron fist of jaws and, and murder <laughs> that's terrifying oh my god so every time oh. you're near that canyon of doom and just come and grab one once in a while yeah. and no one's gonna believe you i saw a giant yeah. shark no one's gonna believe you no one yep nope no one's gonna yeah. believe you they ate a boat that boat's gone it just sank yeah. to the bottom of the ocean just we gone don't know forever yeah. i don't know it's just gone been fucking yeah, anything anything could be down there it's just chilling, dude. I wonder if it's like a giant. So here's here's another thing. This is we're now we're getting to the weird zone here. What if there is a giant sea sponge? Right? Hear me okay. out. Hear me out. Okay. okay. On uh -huh. land, we have um, do you know what like like mushrooms do? Like Okay. Mushrooms yeah. create mushroom forest underneath plants. Like they right. think most of the earth is literally covered by this microfilament of mushrooms like connect all these trees like one giant organism okay yeah. there's got to be something like that in the ocean there's got to yeah. be like a giant sponge network it's interconnected yeah. but it beats fucking sentient 
Listen here, okay? Ooh. Ooh. Okay. We all came from the water. If you believe in evolution, we all came from mm -hmm. the water. There's a giant hive mind down there. I'm telling you right now. That's terrifying. Right now. And with how big the oceans are, how much it covers the planet, it's yeah. huge. So <laughs> they think that mushrooms cover 70% of the globe, and they think most of it is interconnected. So imagine yeah. the rest of the oceans, which is larger than all of our land masses put together, has got one giant sponge. So one day it's going to be sponge versus mushroom. It will be. Saying. It has to be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Once we're to. all wiped out and gone, the sponges and <laughs> mushrooms will duke it out. <laughs> the true war comes together. <laughs> Dude, it's been fun having you on, man. <laughs> yeah, it's been excellent, man. This is great. Okay, so tell people where they can find you. Where can people find you? Where are you at? Where, where can people watch you, man? Uh, you guys can check me out YouTube, Twitch. Uh, I stream every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Friday at 3 p.m. Usually Halo, but now a lot more Valheim. Yep. So check me out. And uh, on Twitter as well, Project Fox. Awesome, awesome. Make sure to spell his name right because I've done plenty of his callouts and I have completely messed up his name. So please, please, please. <laughs> For guys who are just listening on Spotify or wherever you're listening to your podcast, it's P-R-O-J-E-C-H-T-F-O-X. Project Fox. Okay, so make sure you go follow him ASAP. You can also find us, uh, Less Than Average Podcast. We're everywhere. We're on YouTube, Spotify, Stitch. We're everywhere. Everywhere you listen to podcasts, we're there, baby. We're there, baby. Um, you can also make sure to follow me if you'd like at uh, twitch.tv forward slash leveled AF. I am leveled AF on all my socials. And my co host, who is not here right now, is Zion Yeet. That's X I O N Y. E E T Zion Yeet. Go follow him. He's on socials as well on Twitch. So please go follow us. Um, let's find somebody we want to raid. Who we raid? Project Fox. I'm gonna give you who we raid, bud. Give me a name. Who we raiding here? We okay, raiding. hold on. Let's see. Who we have? Who's playing Halo right now? Are we? Are we hosting a, a game or whatever or you a, want, man? Uh, huh? all right. Yeah, whatever you want, man. I'm gonna we'll raid whoever, man. You're the guest. Yo, I don't know if you've seen Trunks before on on Halo. I'm sure you've seen him. Oh, is it with a lot the two of hands, right? Uh yeah, or two use, two use, two use. That's what it is. That's right. Wrongs. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, let's go follow him. Let's go do that. So it's T R U U N K S, right? Yep. Fantastic. Okay, stream. We're out of here. We're gonna go raid trunks. Go watch some Halo. We're gonna go kill it. Um, looks like Zion will be back on in a bit. Thank you so much again for coming on, man. I really appreciate it. And we'll uh, have yep. to have you on again after we run, you know, Valheim a couple little bit, and maybe yeah, after absolutely. an update or something, we can talk a little bit. Yeah, sounds great, man. All right, man. Have a good one. I'll see you later. See ya.